And welcome. You are listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. And today, the in-between is Star Wars. I am your host, Michael Masick. This is episode seven. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, the co-host of The Most, Jada Masick. Howdy, y'all. How y'all doing? Howdy? Howdy. You don't say howdy. You live in Texas. Except live in Texas. Accept it. Okay. All right. And that other voice you hear, we have a couple guests joining us today hosting this particular episode. I've got Sam Carlson, who's a longtime friend, known him for hey, years. Everybody. And his oldest son, Christopher. Christopher, say hi. What's up? That's Christopher. People. And uh, yes, people. And what about the dogs that listen? Yeah, we got lots of Elbows. dogs that actually Elbows. listen. We are very we are very popular with the dogs that live in Australia. Especially dogs in Australia. Yeah. Kangaroos are rising, but right now it's just the dogs. So, um, this is a yeah, this is a themed episode. Uh, the name or the title for this episode is 42 Years of Skywalker in Review. This is episode seven, like I said earlier, and we are going to focus on Star Wars. But uh, before we get into that, let's just get into some introductions here. Actually, scratch that. Um, we already did that. Yeah, we already did that. Uh, I'm, look, I'm not going off the show notes. That's what happened. So let me just back up a little bit here. If you're listening to our show, thank you so much. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook at Dad's Gaming Corner. And please drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com and send us your thoughts, questions, and even your own mom or dad's story. We'd like to hear those. And please, wherever you listen to the podcast, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, wherever, uh, leave us a good review. It always helps. We really enjoy that. And um, we have not mentioned this yet, but we keep forgetting. But every single time you listen to the show, whether it be in iTunes or whatever else, uh, right there, we have the show notes. So games we're talking about, you can click right there in the show notes, and it'll take you directly to, if there's a sale in the eShop, it'll take you to the eShop. If it's on Amazon, it'll take you to Amazon. But we we link everything we talk about in the show notes. So um, Which I got to say is really cool. When I noticed yeah. on the page that you could do that, it was like, for me, I'm kind of an, a little bit of an impulse buyer when it comes to some of the indie games mm-hmm. normally if i just saw them i would be like eh, i don't know what that game is but when you talk about it i get excited i'm like oh that actually sounds kind of interesting yeah which is kind of what i did with the untitled goose game i didn't buy oh, it yet oh my god but I, I, clicked, I clicked on the yes. link mm. went there Jordan, and, I and, and looked so, at it so, so hard love the links whenever the, you just ran around honking and flapping uh. your wings i left so i left so well hard. that's what the show notes are there for is to keep us or to help y'all buy games quickly or check out an artist yeah. um and those kinds of things. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and just do a little bit of introduction from you guys. So Sam and Christopher, let's uh, let y'all take turns here. Sam, you can go first. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and y'all can kind of talk together on this. And then I got a few questions for y'all. Okay. Well, my name is Sam. Like he said, um, I've known Michael and uh, Michael for a long time and I've known Jaden all of his life. I knew Jaden before Jaden was old enough to recognize anybody. I held him when he was a little tiny baby, um, so it's been a lot of fun to get to get to know him, watch him grow up, and now see him on the podcast. Just really cool, and he's he's one of my favorite hosts. I'm not gonna lie; it's it's a lot of fun when but, he's. But, but I'm, I'm number one. Thank when you. he's when he's awake, it's just it's a lot of fun to hear him. Talk. You will not live that down. That but, was um, one episode. It was like midnight, what? right? But anyway, um, well, I've I'm, like I would it. definitely classify myself as a as a nerd. I love gaming. I absolutely love Star Wars. Um, I've been playing games as long as I was allowed, um, which is kind of growing up. We weren't allowed to very often, but as, as much as I was allowed, I'd, I'd, I'd play games. And 
Um, I'm definitely in all, in, into all that sort of stuff. Um, I've been married for 10 years. I have three children, ages uh, nine, eight, and six. And I do need to mention um, my, my daughter, who's my, my middle child, when she heard that I was going to be on this podcast. She did want to be on here, but when she found out she, she wasn't going to be, uh, she wanted me to mention her. So Samantha is my daughter, and she... She wanted, she, she doesn't, she also wanted me to mention, she doesn't like gaming as much as the boys. Uh, my, my two sons, Christopher, who you'll hear from in a second and Eli, my youngest, they love to play games. They play games for hours. Um, and Samantha might play for an hour, but then she's like ready to go play with her dolls or her dollhouse and things like that. Um, but yeah, so that's, and she is gorgeous. She is, she is so cute. How old is she? She's eight. She's, She's eight. eight. And I See, gave, I was very excited yeah. because I was able to, this year at Valentine's Day, I gave her flowers. Oh. And, two vases. And a, two vases. Probably, probably a month ago, I realized, I was like, I can give my daughter flowers. And I'd been trying to like figure out when is a good time to give my daughter flowers. Where and I realized, won't. well, Valentine's Day is coming up. And so I was able to give her flowers, and she, of course, loved them. And the next day, she, or I gave it the day before Valentine's Day. The next day was Valentine's Day, and she made breakfast for all of us, and she made toast with jelly. Samantha did? Samantha did. And it was so precious, and she put her flowers in the middle of a table as a a decoration. So I have great kids. See, and that's why, why, you know, my eight-year-old, Caleb, about to be nine, uh, you know, we need to arrange a marriage. Just keep them both out of trouble. I just, let's arrange it, and let's get it it done. There's a lot of possibilities. If my best friend gets married to my sister, I'm going to go crazy. Now you'll love it. Yeah, so, Christopher, tell me. us a little bit about yourself. So, I have been, my name is Christopher, like you mentioned. Um, I've been gaming for a few years now, I think in total four? 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 You've been gaming four years? since you were old enough to hold. An Xbox controller. Any so sort of electronic device, phones, things like that. Age four. Age four. So, okay. I'm curious, because we talked about this on episode a few different times, but what, what was the, how did you introduce Christopher to gaming? And, and again, the reason, so here's the, the context of this question is that uh, I'm embarrassed because the first time Jaden held a controller, he was probably six. six. Oh, yeah, mm, we're good. He was about six and he didn't know what to do with a controller because he'd been playing games since he was younger than that, but on an iPhone. So if it didn't have touch controls, he didn't know how to play it. And I felt, I, I felt like a failure as a father. Yeah, I was one yeah. of those because he's babies. he's trying he's trying to play a game and he he doesn't he, he can't do the the sticks the analog sticks. He, right. It didn't yeah. make any sense to him, and the buttons and he couldn't play any 3D game that required you know movement and directional with a camera. And so I mean he was like seven ish before he started doing that. Did better with Caleb and done much better with Micah. So um, how did you start Christopher off on gaming? Is your story as bad as mine? Um, I think I uh, well go ahead Christopher what do you think I think I started with Minecraft on a keyboard no I was, it was touch controls at first pocket edition on Minecraft then I moved into keyboard and that's when I'm on that's when I moved on uh, into all the gray area of PC just a lot of computer games so you've definitely played Minecraft a long time but I mm-hmm. think that what I remember being one of your first games was actually the Nintendo 64. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we, I'm, uh, I'm, I love the original Super Smash Brothers on the mm-hmm. 64. That was and great. And so I, as soon as he was, I have a video of when Christopher was um, maybe two years old when, or maybe three, when my youngest was born 
and somebody was asking him what he's going to show his brother when he gets older, and Super Smash Brothers tell him how to play Super Smash Brothers on the 64 was actually one of those goals. So I was very proud as a father to hear Sicky that. 64, guys. That's what I said, Sicky 4. Um, it's the best. And uh, so, yeah, so teaching him how to play uh, Super Smash Brothers on the Nintendo 64. Very cool. Very so, cool. All right, so a couple questions I've got for you guys. Um so you already kind of spoke to this, how long you've been gaming, mm-hmm. so we can skip that. Yeah. Um, so Christopher, I know what got you into gaming, and that's your dad. So Sam, yeah. this is more to you. What, what got you into gaming? Because you and I both kind of grew up, well, I guess maybe a little different, but we both grew up right around the SNES era. Um, I'm a little bit older. I may remember getting a, a mm-hmm. Nintendo. But um, my parents were very anti-gaming, and mm-hmm. so, I mean, I was allowed. In fact, I got a, a bonus question over here we're going to ask in a minute, but I was only allowed 30 minutes of television a day, and that's... 30 minutes to watch one show or to play Nintendo. And right. that was it. And, and everybody knows you can't, 30 minutes is gone by the time you sit down, load the game, and yeah. you like get in the mindset of gaming, like 30 minutes is gone. You don't have, by you the don't time have you click start on the so menu, you say, yeah, yeah. get to looking through the options, it's that's over. My, my so. brother yeah. and I. The highest I've, is, I think, the highest I've been limited to gaming is three hours. Yeah, three hours. Three hours, Three man. hours. See, I got 30 minutes. Matthew and I used to, my brother and I, we used to turn on, we'd like, uh, we were playing Rampage on the NES, which you couldn't save at all. You couldn't mm-hmm. save. And so we would play it, and then we would turn the TV off and leave this, the Nintendo on to the next day. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, and we would just do that. So, But, um, yeah, so what got you started into gaming? Um, I have a memory. Actually, it's it, uh, a memory. Kind of foggy, it's faint, but I I remember the day that my brother, for his birthday, my oldest brother, received a Super Nintendo. That was the first console that we owned, uh, and first and only for a long time, that we owned um, in our family. But, um, yeah, he received it for his maybe 13th birthday or something like that, and we had some, we had classic games on that for a long time. Uh, Pilot Wings was one of the ones we had, Star Fox, some of the really, Uh just the really good um, games and we weren't allowed to play games much growing up either. It pretty much uh, developed. It became so that on a birthday, when when I had a birthday or one of the you know one of my brothers or sisters had a birthday, that was the day we we would you know pull out the Super Nintendo from the garage or wherever it's at and we could play it. Um, and not the you know whoever's birthday was 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 usually play the most. But then for probably a week or so, we'd leave it out and you'd get to play for. A while until my dad realized, oh, wait, people are playing video games. This isn't good. So then they would we'd put it back up in the garage and it would stay in there for, you know, months at a time. So we it's weren't so- even allowed to do like a certain amount of time per day. Like unless it was out and we were playing, that was like it wasn't even an option. So who bought you your Super Nintendo? Because you said y'all bought a Super Nintendo. Well, it was a present to my oldest brother. From probably who, From my grandparents. Okay, for, okay, that's what I was trying to get at because my yeah. parents would not buy me a console. Yeah, I doubt it we, was from my parents. Our first console was uh, the original NES, so the original Nintendo. And uh, the way we got it was that my cousin's Nintendo, his original Nintendo, um, you know, they got old over time and yeah. you're blowing into consoles and blowing into the mm-hmm. cartridges. Well, they went out and bought not an SNES because it wasn't out yet, but they bought another Nintendo. And my uncle had to convince my parents to allow him to give us their old broken Nintendo. And that was our f- first console. Wow. That, that's And you had, you had that trick where some games, yeah. you know, because they're getting old, you had to put a second game on top of the other game. You do that with every game we owned. <laughs> and so, um, okay, so 
just because of time here, let's rapid fire these last two questions here. What consoles do you actively play on? So again, active means you're actually playing them right now. Yeah. Okay. Don't say the Wii if you haven't touched the Wii in a year, things like that. So what are you actively playing on? I'm currently actively playing on my Nintendo Switch. Um, love my Switch. Can't go into all that, but you've all heard Michael's love of the Switch, and I echo all that sentiment. Love my Switch. Um, actually, and probably even a little bit more than my Switch in the last couple of weeks, though, I would have gotten back into World of Warcraft a little bit. I'm quite busy, so I can't play too much. So my I've spent more time on the computer than I have the Switch, but um, absolutely love my Switch. Awesome. So you're still doing well. Your PC gaming then is is predominantly, if not exclusively, just WoW at this point. It's exclusively. WoW. Okay. Okay. Christopher, what consoles do you play on? So it would be a tie for PlayStation, PS4 specifically, and PC. Throw them off the show. PlayStation. Throw them off oh, the show. Questions. Are you no. asking what our favorite is, or are you asking what we've been playing? What right we've been playing what, on, and yeah. he just said, I mean, what was that again? Say it again. Oh, PS4 and. <laughs> Just, you know, we said we're not going to be that show that plays the little audio cues, but I just had to throw that laughter in there. I'm sorry. You're fine, Chris. Go ahead. You're, PS, go ahead. PS4 and PC. I forgot that it was actively. You just mentioned that, so I'm like, oh, no. I can't mention PS4. But it is my favorite console with the controller. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hang on. Jaden's got some let, words here. Let me just try to understand this right quick. Uh, sorry, y'all. So you're saying, you're you're saying, you misunderstood the question. That's understandable. Yeah. You thought it was what's your favorite console? Yes. So that's what you you were answering. What your favorite? Yes. What's your favorite console? Yes, I have recently played on the Xbox and the PC. But PlayStation so. Four is your favorite console. Absolutely. That's okay. We live in involving, America where you can have that choice. Involving, involving a controller. So <laughs> no, PC I'm just giving you a hard time, buddy. Yeah, I'm no. just giving you a hard time. You're cool. Okay. So what are you playing right now, though? Uh, PC and Switch are your primary consoles? PC and Switch, yes. Okay. Because I know we all have Xboxes as well. So, um, All right. So last two questions right here. It's kind of a double here. So Sam, I'll let you hit this first, and then Chris, you can go next. Favorite game of all time? Um, and Just, yeah, favorite game of all time. So, favorite game of all time, it has to be World of Warcraft. Okay. Yeah, um, and, and, absolutely. A, and part of that is because I don't play it nearly as much as I used to. I used to be at, into it, you know, heavily and all that. Um, but it's such a good game and such a quality game story-wise. Just had so many, I have so many good memories of the time I've spent, you know, playing with friends and raiding and all that. Um, so, but that's a specific version. So, as far as a story game, goes is more of an honorable mention mass effect is my favorite single player story driven game of all time just and, and really one two and three i was about to ask you which I have, one so. i have a specific one of my favorite gaming memories is when i beat mass effect one um at my computer i just kind of sat there for a little bit and just took in the just it was it was such it was almost like a gaming euphoria of just how good the story was and how satisfying it was and how epic it was. Um, just absolutely fantastic. So that's oh. definitely. Okay, favorite console of all time? Uh, definitely the Nintendo Switch. I've done a lot yeah. of PC gaming, but there's just, a, I, I love the idea behind the Switch, being able to switch back and forth. Anytime I introduce somebody to my Switch, I always give them this, this 
demonstration of how you can you have to be like i do the same thing what's that you got to go driving somewhere so here grab your switch and what do you know it's on the screen in the little with the handheld mode so yeah i I like to start them on the tv and then i'm like okay just hit pause or don't hit pause and now it's in your lap. What do you know? What do you know? Just switch it up. Uh, Christopher, favorite console of all time? You already said it. PlayStation 4. Favorite game um, of all time? Can I change that? Uh, no. This is okay. America. You can't change your mind. No, I'm joking. Favorite, uh, go ahead. Okay. Favorite console of all time? PC would be... There's a tie of PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. So it would be both of them. Like, when I'm like, okay, PC's updating. Can't play on PC. I go, I'm like, okay, PS4, here I come. Um... And I'll play on it for a good solid three hours before. So so I'm um, curious, uh, PC and PS4, completely different playing experiences, unless you're using a controller on your PC, completely different experiences. Is there a game that makes the PC stand out to you that you're saying, this is one of my favorite ways to play is PC because of this game, but then on PS4, is there a certain game that makes PS4 your favorite console? So on PC, it would be absolutely above all games that I've played for my high score is seven hours Fortnite. Just a straight seven hours. Straight seven hours. Complete battle royale. Make sure you send this recording to your dad, Sam. Seven hours. Yeah. Seven hours. Dang. I'm not joking. My eyes will fall out. Mr. Carlson, if you listen to this episode, I do not condone that. I'm, I'm, uh, as a parent, <laughs> I'm blushing a little bit. <laughs> I love it. And, and then, PS4, um, what game? Rocket League. I'm, I'm sure Jaden's heard of Rocket League. Love Rocket we, League. We love Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket League's Ooh. a great game. <gasps> Did you what? just boo Rocket yeah, League? He, this, this, Sam is not family, into Rocket League. This I family, know. Uh, I know, is a fan of soccer, and Rocket League is like a general idea. But Christopher, have you played Rocket League yet? No, uh-huh, do you play yes. with your like with your family? I play with my on family. On the split screen? Yeah, family. What's, what's cool about the Switch is that everyone can play it on the yeah. Switch on their own screen. And it's cool to sit like at a Starbucks or that's even your own living room and having like three, four Switches and everybody's playing I, I got it's so I, much fun. Every time I get like it's five to ten dollars, he's like, Christopher, you could buy it on V Bucks and get whatever you want, or you could save it up and get a switch. Dude, dude, dude. Save your money. <sighs> v Bucks are here today, gone tomorrow. That's y- true. Yeah, get no. No. I'm not buying another switch. <laughs> okay, so. I completely re- re- refuse. <laughs> my mom's right. like the first time he's like, my mom my mom yells from downstairs, she's like no, Christopher, you are not getting another Switch. And I'm like, good, yeah, good idea, Mom. Um, so I buy it on V-Bucks. But now I'm like... But you'll have two Switches now. We yeah, do yeah, we have two Switches. But so I can't speak. Switch. We're a family of four Switches. Four Switches. Four Switches. Well, three Switches and one Switch wow. Lite, so... Okay, so I've got one last question that y'all don't have access to. And Sam, this is uh, for you and me to air out our dirty laundry and time it's confession time Oh boy! Uh, in front of our kids. He didn't tell me. This and then if our kids want to confess anything, they can confess it here. But here's the question. Have you, yeah, let me see here. I'll make sure I can say this right. Okay. Have you ever cheated at playing a game when you weren't supposed to be playing a game? So in other words, no, Sam, you've played too much video games and then I you went behind your parents back to play a game. So that's actually, it's funny, we haven't talked about this at all. That's um, that's actually a really good question because I have a very specific answer to that. That answer is yes. And this, we want <laughs> yes. to sit, sit my dad. And Christopher, Jaden, don't, 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 yeah, don't so be doing this. Because right, we story. did this doesn't mean you guys can do this. So uh, as I've already said, we weren't allowed to play video games growing up, um, except on a birthday and all that good stuff. But my parents, uh, my mom loved to go out and shop. She'd go grocery shopping for hours and, and, uh, 
Jeez. I actually have, I have 10 brothers and sisters. So there's 11 kids in my family, very big family. So when I say she went grocery shopping for hours, I literally, literally mean she went grocery shopping for hours. And that was kind of shopping was her kind of, that's what she loved to do. Mm-hmm. So my dad would be at work and my mom would be like, and we'd sometimes we'd even like press her to be like, Hey mom, you should go to go, go shopping today and get some stuff. And, and then <laughs> she'd be words, gone get for hours. Get out of the house. Get out of the house, exactly. <laughs> and she'd be gone for hours. And so, you know, th- then we would, like, forget school we had to do. We were homeschooled. So forget school, forget our chores. Like, we'd sit down, and, and I'm one of the oldest. So um, a lot of that was me getting to sit down and start playing on the computer and play um, just, you know, whatever games we were into at the time. And then, you know, right before they get home, we'd, you rush around trying to clean up the house and, and do everything right and stuff. And, wow. uh, yeah. So wow. my, um, I was quite rebellious when I was a, a kid, uh, you know, in, in, in young teenage years, you know, I, I really pushed the envelope when it come to acting out. Cause man, when my parents were gone, I would just play computer you games. Just game. I would game. All right. So, so I have two very specific memories, one similar to yours. Um, but I did with my parents home. And so, um, that's smart. We would, we would, uh, no, no, I take it back. No, 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 that's my, okay, that's story two. So, story one, or with my parents, um, the TV was in my parents' bedroom. And so, if they were, we lived out in the country, and so they were leaving us home alone at eight years old. You know, they'd go off and, you know, and, um, wow. Yeah, just, you know, live, you know, middle of nowhere. And, uh, we would play when we weren't supposed to be playing. So if they were gone or same thing, if they went out, whatever, we would, we would turn it on and play and everything else. Now the difference was I was terrified of my mom. And if she saw us or found us playing, she would have like trashed it. Uh, Like, I mean, actually thrown the Nintendo away. So I remember times with me and Matthew playing and, uh, we'd hear her come into the house, like, we didn't even hear her drive up. She's in the house, mm. and we get blankets and throw them on top of the Nintendo to hide the lights and everything else and change the channel, you know, from channel three over to, you know, 21 or Any whatever. other channel. Any <laughs> other channel. And um, I don't know if we ever got caught. But the other story that's very that that's very strong in my memory is that um, before we had a Nintendo, my cousin had a Nintendo. They lived a quarter mile behind us. We'd go to their house all the time. Um, we were homeschooled, but when they got out of school, we'd go over to their house. And uh, spend the night all the time over there, and uh, we'd have to turn TVs off. They didn't really care how much we played. I mean, we couldn't play all day, but we could easily play three or four hours, and they wouldn't say anything. Um, but when it was bedtime, you know, say 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, the latest, uh, everyone's supposed to go to bed. And so I would seriously keep myself awake in t- like half an hour or so. House is dead quiet. My cousin's sleeping. I would turn the TV on in his room and turn the volume just barely on it's almost all the way off and i would sit there and play video games and he'd wake up and be like michael what are you doing and i'm like now i think i turn the tv <laughs> off and then lay down <laughs> and give it a few minutes did you and feel then, so sneaky so sneaky and aaron if you <laughs> listen to this podcast you'll i'm talking about you and so uh, uh he'd go to sleep and the games that i would always play um because we didn't have a, a nintendo uh i punch out i was big into punch out uh, some of my first games mike tyson's punch out which you can't get anymore or play anymore um that was a big one for me. Uh, some of the Mario's were really big. But uh, I I mean, when I say I grew up with the NES, I grew up with the NES. I remember when Super Mario Bros. 3 first came out in the stores and seeing it at Walmart and seeing it at Toys R Us and my cousin getting it brand new for his birthday. Like, mm-hmm. I still remember those memories, which was a lot of fun. So, Jade and Christopher, either of y'all want to confess to sneaking video games? Jade, yes. I think you're too lazy for that. I so. will confess. Um, yes, I have. And I have been caught 
countless times. <laughs> um, Love it. <laughs> one time is dad. I think mom only knows this. So, um, you should see we, Sam's we look. Have- I, <laughs> Sam's face right now is just, I've seen this look so many times of like, I'm hearing news that I don't want to hear, but I'm keeping my cool. Go ahead, Christopher. So I think my, be- my dad and my mom were both at work and it was, um, summer. Um, and we had a babysitter and she was like, I do not care how much video you could play as long as you follow the rules. And we're like, yeah, sure, okay. Don't hire that, that girl back. No, she's really nice. She's really nice. Uh, she cares about her safety. Uh, if she hears uh, chat going, Good she'll be she like... She cares about your safety, for sure. Yeah. If, we, if she hears chat on, she'll be like, Christopher, who are you playing with? And I'm like, I drop dead silently. I'm like, okay, I have to turn off chat. Bye. <laughs> he turns off. I, I turn off chat. She's like, who are you playing with? And I'm like, a friend? And she's like, where is he? And I'm like, he got off. She's like, okay. Um, And then it would be that. And then sometimes during quiet time, whenever we would be in our rooms playing with with toys and stuff like that, I would sneak out of my room and silently (laughs) turn on the computer and play Fortnite the whole time. I love this. And then, wow. And then I was playing. I was playing, not looking. Oh. And then she's like, she creeps down the stairs. Who's she? Your babysitter? Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. Okay. Jackie. She sneaks down the stairs. Oh, so this is recently. This is within the last year, like last summer. Yes. Yes. Last <laughs> summer. Oh, last summer. Because you said down the stairs. That's all. New. Your oh. your newer house. Yeah. 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 So, oh. Down the stairs, and she peeks around the corner, and she's like, "Christopher, what on earth are you doing?" And I'm like, "I stop in the middle of my game. I stop." Oh, this is gold. This is a new segment and on the show. I, and I turn around, and I'm like, "Nothing." And then she's and she walks over, and she's like, "Why are you playing on the computer?" And I'm like, "Cause I wanted to. I was bored." Oh my goodness. Not disrespectfully. I'm like. Oh, all right. Well, there, there's Christopher's we all confession laugh now, but this is awesome. <laughs> Jay, did you? You have any stories? No, I was always a, mm. a good kid. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's <laughs> no, just the way no, you said it. Well. So, all right. Okay. Well, let's. Okay. We are. Uh, well, Jay, how old are you? 14. 14. You have plenty it. of time whoa, to whoa, 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 whoa. develop some, you know, bad gaming yeah. habits. So. I was going to say, yeah. th- I was going to say, if this is the worst that Christopher gets, you're good. Get, you're oh, good. Absolutely. Good. And this is a safe zone, so, like, there's no punishment. We didn't sign any agreement saying that. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing or watching this week. And so, surprise, surprise, I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven S, blah, 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 whatever the rest of the title is, Definitive Edition on the Nintendo Switch. I think I am now sitting at 80 hours on this game. What? Such a great game. Uh, y'all have heard me gush about this game every single week, so I'm not going to gush about it this week, but I will say it again. There's a demo on the eShop. It's a 10-hour-long demo. Um, this game is also on PlayStation, yeah. and so you can download it on PlayStation and play it there. It's cheap. Uh, but the game is currently on sale at Amazon for $49.99 instead of the normal $60, so 10 bucks off on Amazon. We'll have a link right in the show notes, and if you actually buy it through the show notes, we get a little uh, a little bit on the side there, so that always helps us out. So... Um, I'm, I've also been playing a game called Forgotten Anne, and um, I'm not going to talk about it much here because we're going to save it later for Indie Corner, but man, 
this game's good. And so uh, Dragon Quest, I've said it's a 9 out of 10 for me. Forgotten Anne, um, it's a good 8 out of 10 for me. The best way I can describe this game, and then I'll stop on this, but um, it, I feel like I'm playing an old Disney animated movie uh, with a little bit of a darker story to it. And we'll talk about it a little bit later, but just fantastic game. Uh, it's actually also on sale right now uh, for $8, normally $20. I give this game a solid 8. I'd maybe almost give it a 9, but there's some there's some graphical issues and there's some weird sound issues that we'll talk about later on and then um i'm also playing still uh horizon chase turbo really liking that game we need a we actually owe an actual review on this game but i'm waiting because jay i need to get some some more hours in with you on this so anyway but that's that's what i've been playing um jay what have you been playing this week um i can't remember yeah it's about par for the course so um newsflash this is Dad's Gaming Corner, a conversation between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. So when you, yes, I know that you forget and don't play anything, but, and then I think, so Pat, so your dad puts you on the show. This is true. Even though you can't remember any of the games, and I think this is crazy and absurd. Christopher can, has now taken over. He's taken over the podcast. You can you can take Christopher <laughs> pretend he's your son for while you do filming, oh. recording. I remember so, every minute, every second of everything that I played. So I know you've been. Uh, you did Breath of the Wild last week. Have you played some more oh, Breath yeah. of the Wild? Well, you because you beat it last week. There we go. Well, I've been meaning to, but you know, me and Caleb share the game card. Right. And he's been playing it nonstop. Oh my gosh, he's been for like obsessed the past with few days. Breath of the Wild like last week. Nonstop so. in the like, car before like he goes it. to bed. Anything else in the morning? Anything else you've been playing right now that you can think of? Um, okay, let's come back to you. So, so, Christopher, uh, in just a few words, uh, you can't go long on here. We're running out of time. So, just tell me uh, what are some games you've been playing just in the last week so, or so? There has been one game that I've been mentioning or wanting to mention that is that is Cat Quest One, a great indie game. Um, yeah, I have been playing Fortnite a little bit mm-hmm. with my friends. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. A little but bit. Not I was gonna bit. say, you, dude, yeah. you've got in a few words. How many? How many hours of Fortnite? Oh, good job, good job. How many hours of Fortnite does he have in there? I don't want to know. It's kind of like that. <laughs> In World of Warcraft, you could do the slash played. Ooh, yeah, you don't and, do that. And you don't do that. And then you realize you've wasted it's five just, years of your life playing WoW. You cringe. And so it's a private. I don't, I don't want to find out. I don't, she's I don't cringe of that. I'm like. You will one day. So, so Christopher, <laughs> we're going to talk about Cat Quest here at the end of the show when we get oh, to Indie Corner. Okay. So tell me just, uh, give me just a little bit about for, Fortnite and why you're still so, so into Fortnite. Yeah, uh, they have been, and I think I'm going to stop in the next season, like completely stop, because the whole genre of Fortnite is cartoonish. Not really like cartoon, like cartoon Link, uh, like Link, like not that kind of cartoon. The like, art style. Yeah, the art style. Um, like weapons, if you picked up a wep- if like if you picked up a pump shotgun without any ammo on the floor next to it, uh, it still have five bullets in it. Well, in the next season, does in, do any of you know what Apex? Anyone listening to this, do you know what Apex is? Um, if you don't, it's a realistic battle royale, like a complete futuristic modern battle royale. And I hated it when I played it. Excuse me. Is, is that uh, is Apex and Apex Legends the same thing? Uh, I don't know. Apex actually. Legends, Apex, I think is the short name for it, and then Apex okay, good. Legends. I'm, okay, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I just want to make sure I'm on the right page. So, here. and then in the next season, they're gonna make they're just gonna 
shut all of the cartoon art genre down. And um, for what game? Fortnite. They're gonna. They're gonna. Wait, come. what? They're gonna shut like down the cartoonish. You talking about the next idea. season of Fortnite? They're gonna yeah. they're gonna reskin the entire game. Yeah, they're gonna reskin the entire game. That. Leave a few I things heard that. in, but they're gonna completely change it into Apex. Did you learn that from the? That sounds. Where fishy. did you learn that from? Patch notes. What? Cool. I'm, so, I just gotta say real quick. Yeah. I'm super proud of my son. He reads patch notes. <laughs> what is patch notes? Patch notes are ideas of updates and what the updates are gonna do to the game. For example, uh, season eight, coming up season nine, they're like, oh, we're adding wind turbines, guys. Get your mats. And then I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah. I'd be curious to see what Fortnite looks like because they, I mean, that's that's the charm of a game. You right. change the yeah. face, you're, you're, you're risking losing your player base. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I'd be curious to see that. So, okay. So, I um, do, real quick, I want to say, yeah, I just uh, shout out to my, to my son, Christopher, who's, um, quite good at Fortnite. When he first started, yeah. I would beat him pretty consistently. Um, <laughs> but now nice. he's he's a fantastic builder. He's mm-hmm. a fan, he plays. When we play together, I I have to hang around him so he keeps me safe because I die really quick. Um, Same. And I and I, I learned oh, yeah. I had he's to stop. I, I I have I no longer play against Christopher because <laughs> I have no hope. He's taking win. advantage of me. So in Fortnite, he's like. We're playing a game, and he's and he gets knocked, and then I run over there, and there's a full squad just like emoting on him, and then I open the door, and I'm like, "Bye," and then I like one pump all of them, and then like maybe not one pump, but then I can edit everything really quick. Um, I cannot. That's one thing I really struggle. Yeah, when that's I why I, I can't get into Fortnite. Is the whole building? I'm build terrible fast at building. I can. Oh. I can. Um, I I think of a strategy. You just build up. And then when someone is trying to snipe you, like, to where your head meets with the bullet, um, what I do is that I see them up there, and I'm like, what's up, Felinda? And then they shoot, <laughs> and then I and then I built up a platform, and I go, boom. And then it breaks my wall. Like, it completely stops the bullet. And then, like, I snipe them right then and there. When he builds, when Christopher builds, it looks like the videos you watch on Fortnite. Of yeah. Like, He's you a look at it, and you're Fortnite like, gamers. how in the world do they do that? That's what it looks like when Christopher built. So that's it's quite crazy. impressive. All right, Sam, what uh, games have you been playing? Um, so I recently bought um, Divinity 2 Original Sin. I haven't played much of it, actually. Um, it played like a little bit. Game. Definitely, I'm intrigued by it. I want to play a little bit more. What I've played more, I mentioned WoW earlier, but I've actually bought a game on the Switch. Um, the uh, Oh, it just left my head. The name of the game. Um, oh. It's the... the it up real quick. Um, Call of Juarez. Gunslinger. A gunslinger. Yeah, yeah Gunslinger, that, Call it, of Juarez. I think um, I have that. So it's, I wouldn't be surprised if you did. But <laughs> yeah, Call of Call of Juarez, Gunslinger. Let me see yeah. the icon. I think I own that one. Um, so it's not like, I mean, I'm not no, going to do a review not. or anything maybe like not. that, but it's not a very deep game, but it's just a lot of fun going in. You try to combo kills and things like that. It's kind of an Old West style. Um, just, just a lot of fun. Been do you remember that. how much it was when you bought it? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't pay more yeah, than twenty for it, but for the bad. amount of fun I got out of it, twenty bucks was. And that was really the regular price. price that, that was the so. base price. Yeah, so how would you like? What would you rate? One out of ten. Uh, I'd give it an eight. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's my wish list. Yeah. The only the only reason I wouldn't give it, um, like a nine or a ten. If it was longer, if it had more to it, there might be it might be a closer to a ten. Um, but it's it's a lot of okay. fun. Jay, did you remember anything you've been playing this week? 
Well, no, I I opened my Switch to see what I've been playing recently. Oh, I just remembered. We re had to re-download everything. That's right. So oh, my, yeah. I've been so I offline for a little so days. yeah. So Jaden's SD card uh, was running out of storage, and so um, I had a How two. Big is it? He had one twenty-eight. I have a two hundred gig, or I had a two hundred gig in our mixing board, which was way overkill, but I got it for a great deal. So I took it out, swapped it with him, and so I had to re-download everything off the eShop, and then. So your switch was out of commission for like three days because we mm -hmm. were we were downloading eShop games. Re, we had to re-update every update everything, yeah. Cartridge game you had, um, and all that. Uh, we we didn't do a copy over and everything else, and so t that's why you've been out of commission. And I just recently got um, NBA Two K Twenty. Yeah, we you, both we both, you both got you that. Mentioned, yeah. NBA you mentioned two K NBA so. Playgrounds, NBA yeah Two K Nineteen. Nineteen. We, we just yeah. got Two K Twenty though. So nice. you know, I had to download that. Yeah, I'm excited to try that out. For that. I was a big fan of basketball that, at first. But then when I was like, okay, finally I'm going to test my skills. I shoot the ball. You talking about in real life or in game? In real life. Okay. In real oh. life. <laughs> I shoot this ball and then um, I miss, not exaggerating, 20 times. Nice. Me too, buddy. Me too. I, I miss so but many. But you've times. got the height for basketball, yeah, so you don't have an excuse. I know. I don't. You're have an what? You're what? What's all? How tall? Six four. Six four. Yeah, six four. Yes, I got it right. Yeah. All right. So let's move on here. Um, let's talk about a little bit of what we've been watching. And so, Sam, why don't you kick this segment off here? So, hmm, what I've been watching, uh, been watching some funny uh, videos on YouTube. Like uh, I search for the startle videos where people get scared and stuff. And I'll watch that like at night before I go to bed. It's so funny. Like I love seeing people get scared. It's okay, so Jaden's <laughs> over here losing it, <laughs> and I'm wondering. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I can't wait till we go video. <laughs> this is gonna be great. So Jaden's losing it, and I know I'm like laughing inside, but I don't know why you're losing it. Well, I don't know. If we're having the same thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> you said <laughs> you two. I'm thinking. So you're like one of my little kids, like well, Micah or Caleb, yeah. <laughs> who just live on YouTube. Well, you asked someone who's been watching, so I was expecting like a show or a movie. <laughs> hey, I, 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 it's funny because that actually just occurred Jayden's to me. Dying. I, I hadn't planned on saying that. but So yeah, he was, and then he just said, I've been watching those funny videos. Hey, they're pretty. Where the people uh, get scared. Yeah. <laughs> and then, as far as uh, as far as serious shows oh, go, gosh. I haven't been watching oh. anything myself. But uh, well, no, I've been watching a little Brooklyn Nine Nine with my wife. Love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, oh okay, gosh. hold I'm, on. I just okay. I gotta ask you a question. What season? I've seen them all, uh, except maybe the latest season. I haven't. Um, Are they in gone season back. seven right now? They might. It's be. it's actively on. Yeah, so. it's still and and so I think I've I finished. I got I caught up on Hulu all the way maybe to where eight. it was. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Okay, so okay, so Melissa and I are watching Brooklyn Nine Nine for the first time through. We are on season, uh, whatever the last full season is. That's what we're on, and we're almost done. We're like two episodes left, and then we're up to live TV as far as that season goes. And, um, she laughs a lot more than I do. It is a dumb show. I love so 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 Captain Holt is my favorite character. Captain Holt, I love. Um, Amy, Amy, is that her name? I'm bad with names on love, shows. Yeah, Amy. Love Amy, Amy, I love. Um, I can't stand Gina. When I say I can't stand Gina, I can't stand Gina. She get, she They write her off the show, and then she comes back for that one episode. I'm like, you you just, 
I mean, the whole episode, I mean, I, I think Melissa got tired of it because I was like, because she's doing her normal Gina stuff. I'm like, I can't stand Gina. Yeah, I, I can't, can't see stand why Gina. I, I, that, that's not surprising to hear that. I, oh, my gosh. Initially, I don't know. You just kind of accept who she is. Nope. And now to me, it's, it's... Never accepted her. Because it's Gina, it's funny. I don't... That attitude in real life would drive me crazy. But it's oh. a show. It's, you know, it's fake. Oh. So because of that, oh. I, to me, I can laugh at We it. just watched the episode Return right. of the King. And she's up there having her conference. And everyone's there. And they're like, Gina, look at me. And she goes, I'm looking at you. And the lady all flips out. And then, she, <laughs> and then Gina leads, leads them through, so like, ridiculous. be quiet. And we're meditating. I love it. are in a peaceful Nine-Nine. spot. I invented meditating. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I want to kill you right now. But, um, yeah, so Halt. um, and Amy are my favorite. I love Terry, Jake, man. I love no, Terry, Terry. Terry's good. Terry's I love good. Jake. I Jake love Jake. Is, uh, he's, cool, 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 he's cool, cool, still cool. a character that no, I'm just no, no, like, no, 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 whatever. No. I'm just like, I don't care for you, I dude. love Jake, man. I like the theme song. Yeah, I, just, I just like how it goes. Yeah, so I'm just not. Okay, so all right, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, and else? then uh, I'm kind of bumming shows off my wife. Like she's watching. She watched Dexter. Um, for the first time, and she finished that. And I didn't really, it's a little bit of a dark show, so I didn't really want to get into it myself. But I am curious as far as, like, the actual story. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything. I know it you know, gets good reviews, so yeah. I don't know anything and so about it. So I'll be like, I'll be like, so what's going on? What's going on? And I'll watch part of an episode here, part of an episode there. So I pick up on the names, and I kind of know who, how they relate to each other. Um, but then I'll come back, you know, a few days later, and she's in the next season. And I'm like, so what happened? What happened? And, of course, she... Uh, drives her nuts but she'll sit there and sometimes patiently sometimes less patiently explain like this is what happened this is what happened and that's kind of how i can catch up on some other shows any other show or movie you want to do a shout out to that you're watching right now that's pretty much it christopher um so i made a few notes um a lot of notes um a couple of shows that we just finished um avatar not the last airbender but avatar Korra. um a whole different uh, watching experience. Did y'all, did y'all watch the the whole series? Yeah, the whole we just finished it. We can't get that's into kind of it. Like our, that's kind of our yearly tradition. We can't yeah. get into it. Well, we, we, we kind of just gave up. Did we finish season one? I know. I don't remember. I'm, I know you know, you here's, why, here's why we can't get into it. It's the stupid sports game they play. Oh, Airball? It's yeah. It's the best. No, 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 no. no I think no, I think no, I think the sports the game itself is fight? fine. Yeah, I think the sports game is fine. But the show, so many episodes are only about the game with very little other story, at least in season one. And we just we we all got bored. I mean, so it does, especially after you come off of Avatar, and Avatar is such an amazing show. But this one goes to HD, and I'm thinking, okay, it's gonna get even better. Well, it's just a, it is a slow start. Um, but it Cora gets better as time as, okay. the, yeah. as the seasons it's go like, on. It's like one of and those so spiritual. it's it's almost like that sense of of the doctor changing, and you have to get used to it, and you hate that it's no longer the same people. Having a hard time, but yeah. you do you do get to like the characters. They okay. uh, they have slower but strong character development. So as Christopher, well. what else are you watching? So we finished Avatar: Airbender a few months before we started. No, like two weeks before we started Cora. Um, movies we've been watching. Are um, Captain, well, Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys that are kids that can only watch movies with my dad. And that's okay. I, well, and I how enjoy old are you it again? more doing that. I'm nine. Jaden still hasn't seen all the Marvel films, and he's 14. Are you well, that's yeah. the point, because we're going through them chronological order. I to told enjoy you, we need to watch this. Yeah. And you're like, we should no, no, definitely no, no, watch no, it. No, my and point, then we don't. No, we will. 
No. There, there's real pain coming from him right now. I know, right I can tell. The point, hold <laughs> because on, hold we're always hold like, on, oh, on. you really should watch this hey. movie, and we never get to it. Tonight? I think there's makes a tear me mad. coming <clears throat> out of the corner. There's only one you there's haven't seen, right? We'll come back there's over, we'll come back over only, to watch uh, the movie after Captain there's Marvel. There's only one you haven't seen, and that's Iron Man. You've seen Iron Man 2 and 3, or right? Or 3. Or two, Ragnarok. 2 or 3. Or did we finally watch Ragnarok? Hey, hold on, time out. Ragnarok, I took you to the drive-in to see, and you fell asleep during the movie. You know I can't watch movies that late. So, okay, so so what Chris Rell is saying is, though, is that I've been very, we're very selective when we let the kids watch, and so Jaden, so Caleb hasn't seen most of Marvel. Yeah, and that, so that's understandable. there's only some movies, and so like Jaden, the only two that he hasn't been allowed to watch it at this point, which he's old enough now, but it was Iron Man two and three. Um, Iron Man was one of the last Marvels that he saw. When did we see the first one? Like a year ago. We Probably started. A year ago. We started with Iron Man. There's just then... a lot of scantily clad ladies in those movies, and I don't want my young boys to see them. No, my dad was like, "Cover your eyes," and I'm like, "Okay." Like I Iron Man one, that's acceptable to cover your eyes. Two and three, it's seems like, you know... I willingly will be like... They're flying around in suits. I don't I, know. I willingly will be like... <laughs> flying around in suits. It seems like You're it. You're dancing on the stage. Um, okay, I and so... I, I willingly will just... All right, and then you wrote down uh, Thor, The, the Dark, Dark World. World. I'm sorry you had to watch that movie. So I that knew this was worst, so good. That is the worst Marvel film of all time. I knew yes. this was going to come not. up because I, I had listened to the previous episode where you guys trashed all over this, epi- this movie. And while it's not as good as some of the other ones... <laughs> It, Tell it, me one that's worse. Well, it's, I mean, oh, they're think, all good. So how do you pick one that's worse than the others? Because they're it's all because good. Dark World it, is worse than the others. If you had to leave one, okay, you're, but a, it's you're, still going good. To a, you're going to a desert island. You take every Marvel film ever made, but you've got to leave one out. Which one would it be? Yes. Um, oh, that's easy. Infinity War. That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Captain it's, Marvel. It's, I understand <gasps> that people universally kind of hate that. Captain Marvel. Um, to hate Thor the Dark World, but I, I enjoyed it. It's the only movie so, that I went to go see and I fell asleep. I know you, you mentioned that in the show. And I don't fall asleep during movies. I love, I love Thor I the Dark World. How Thor has yeah, to take his no no spoilers, but like he has to take his extra chances chances. And if anybody listening to this knows about Loki, his evil guy that I absolutely hate, um, when he has to team. I hate one thing about that. What I hate about that movie is Loki acts like he was stabbed, but he wasn't. Well, Loki does. In fairness, Loki dies. I think almost every film that he's in, he does die. Honestly, though, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the, the, you So you know, the guy comes in to interview, like, or you know, to audition for this role of Loki, and they had one question: Show me how you die. <laughs> and nice. so everybody just drops and falls, and they're like, <laughs> "You're the guy!" And so he gets hired. You know? <laughs> yeah. And Zachary Levi's in Thor: The Dark World as well. Chuck, he plays the show Chuck, and I and I I love Chuck. I know you love, and Chuck is a great show. I love. So I will say that on Dark World, my I think I've only seen it twice. Again, lowest for me, lowest rated Marvel. Um, It was better the second time. Um, I think the first one was so good to me. I love, and even Thor one is divided, very divisive. There's a lot of people who don't like the first Thor. They think I love it's the first slow. Yeah, the first Thor it's, is great. It, it is an origin story, and so it is a little slow as far as uh, maybe some of the other ones go. But I never felt like it was dragging. Oh, I so love good. the first Thor, but yeah. Thor three Ragnarok, uh, oh, so good. one Easily of the best, best movies ever. And you so did good, see so that good. again. So okay, we are, we are 
trying to watch the next movie, I think. But we just finished Captain Marvel. I wasn't a big fan of it because it's one of those movies that should have that took place in an earlier year. Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, but it is one of my least favorite movies. Uh, watch it again. Captain Marvel is one of those movies I went in with I know, low expectations, I know, and the Fury, and the more I watched it, the better Nick it got Fury, for me. Nick so. Fury. I hate to see him just get beat up like that. Well, <laughs> how that old funny. is how old is Samuel L. Jackson like, now? Like eight hundred. I, I think part of that was an acting. I'm just saying. Part of that was just legitly real. I mean, but like when you watch Ultimate Spider-Man, just be yourself. Just be yourself. When you watch Ultimate Spider-Man and you see Nick Fury, you're like, "Wow, he's so active. He has that cool eye patch over his eye." Well, that this is this is this is. Gun. I mean, this is Nick Fury before he's Nick yeah. Fury. He's just 71 right now. So, man, he's getting old. Yeah, that's so. He's, sad. he's gonna. Start, they're gonna start CGIing him in a movie. So, Jay, uh, what have you been watching? Anything? Um. How are you liking The Good Place? We're what? That's four what it is. four episodes into it now? I think we're four episodes in. We just started The Good Place the other night. What's it about? Uh, well, it's about this lady, and um, um, she's in the afterlife, and she goes to The Good Place. Everybody who dies goes to The Good Place or The Bad Place. And she ends up in The Good Place, but <sighs> based on her life on Earth, she should have ended up in The Bad Place. So she's trying to figure out why she's there. But she wants to stay there because she's not trying to go to the bad place. So uh, if no. you've seen this, don't say anything because I I I, I, I saw the first episode. I okay, maybe it's, maybe the second I do episode. I do want to try watching. This. I love this, this sounds, show. This and sounds so interesting. There is no language because they're in the good no place. La- oh, <laughs> and so she's constantly saying "ah oh, fork." Yeah, um, and so she can't. <laughs> she tries, but she can't. She can't. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no language, and so um, it's wow. it's it's cute. It's a cute show. Um, anything else you want to throw out there? No, uh, we're just, oh, we're running long. I'm watching the All Star Game tonight. NBA yeah, All Star Game 2020. Yeah, we are. Woo! Team LeBron, Team Giannis. Who y'all got? Wait, I personally think it's All Star 2020. All Star 2020. And tomorrow we're playing NBA, Basca- NBA Bas- 2K, basketball. 2K, 2K basketball. 20. Basketball. This is basketball. Basketball. NBA. Yep. Okay. Well, then if uh, you're watching it tonight, um, count me out. Like so. No. <laughs> I'm going to run through four things quickly that I've been watching. One, Star Trek Picard. Uh, I just saw episode four. Loving it. I can't believe you haven't watched Picard yet, I dude. I know. Dude, I am so... I, I, I totally figured you'd been watching the show, and so I don't even know how to talk to you right I now. I tried... Let alone look at you. I tried calling wow. you... Like w- before the first episode came out, to oh, see I was like, hey, town, do you do you want to watch yeah, it together? And you were out of town, and I was like, yeah, we live so far apart. It's hard so I'm do. really liking the show. Um, so I will say this, and so one of the things that we're going to start doing on the show no when, it, when it comes to games and no movies, spoilers, no spoilers. One of the things that we're going to start doing is give an actual not only the uh, the rating of the show because we we need to do that because this is a family show, but also we're going to include Common Sense Media. If you don't know Common Sense Media, you go to commonsensemedia.com and they give you what they rate, uh, we don't always agree, but we do a lot of the times, my wife and I, uh, with Common Sense, and uh, they give you a good, like, this movie's rated PG-13, but we think it's rated more on this side because there's more violence or whatever else. So it's, it's a good barometer, um, you know, it, but it's going to be different. Everybody has different values. So uh, Picard is rated TV mature, mature or MA, mature audience. Um, for, and I talked about this last time. Uh, there's episodes with zero language and zero, zero sensuality or anything. And I'm like, why is there an MA rating? And then I think it was episode three or four. And I think there were two or three F-bombs in one episode. I'm like, okay, that's a mature rating. Uh, but then they'll have an episode where there's almost nothing in it. And so it's, wow. I think it's one of those things to where they just have to rate the series. Rate the whole and thing, so they're just yeah. rating the whole thing. Uh, Common Sense Media gives it a rating of 13+. plus. 
And I was thinking about that, Jane, you're being 14, and I'd probably watch this show with you um, because overall it's it's very clean. Uh, the ratings on this from Rotten Tomatoes, it's holding steady at 91% with critics, uh, and the user are actually dropping, dropped down to thir- uh, 73% on the users, which I'm actually a little bit shocked on. Um, some of the review outlets that I've been reading from um, some of the uh, critics out there are saying it's a little bit slow paced and everything else. Um, so it's it is picking up though, and so one thing I was going to say, and then I want to hear what you're going to say, Sam. The one thing here's why I think the show's getting rated low at 73 because everyone's agreeing that this is the best Star Trek that's come out in a very long time. I mean, fans agree. Um, this show suffers from um, I don't know what the term would be, but it suffers from being almost like one continuous story. So, like if you watch Stranger Things, Stranger Things takes place. I want love to. that show. Episode I want to, to episode so, to so episode bad. to episode. There's not a break. There's not right. a a week later. It's not a sitcom or anything like that. Or at X Files, you know, we're just we're, hold on one second, buddy. Okay. It's not. You don't have these episodes split across. Uh, Picard picks up where it left where it left off and picks up where it left off. And the fact that CBS is doing. Uh, I feel like Disney started this, and now everyone's doing it as well. They're releasing it one episode at a time, even though we know they're already all filmed. They're yeah. doing it so you don't binge it. They're trying to break that that trend. And it is kind of hard watching the show where I, I saw the first three episodes, no, the first two episodes back-to-back, um, and then I watched three and four a week apart, and I did find myself going, okay, now what happened? Because it takes place right where it left off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed that shows that do that that are spread out tend to... <laughs> get a lower rating than shows that are just released all at one time. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so a couple questions. Is it, um, cause most of the Star Trek, pretty much all of the Star Trek, every episode is more or less standalone. You know, they, they have some sort of adventure. So it sounds like this kind of deviates a little bit away yeah. from that where it's that continuous story. And it, right. And not that each episode can be standalone and not be a part of a big story because they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely one long story. And because of that, you do have episodes that seem to be more story building. And then you've got some action. And then one episode may have a lot of action and then just kind of drops off because it starts story building again. And because you can't watch it wow. as like three episodes in a row, it... I can see where it's like, okay, this episode is a dip. You know, it's dipping down right now, and it's not on a high point right now mm-hmm. as far as the overall story arc goes. I think the final story is going to be amazing, but I think it's going to be it's – a, it's a roller coaster right now. Yeah. So is it – would you say that um, is Picard in a, a, a new um, franchise isn't the right word, but a, you have Star Trek original series, then you have Star Trek Next Generation, then Star Trek Voyager. Everything's kind of separate, same universe, but separate people. Is Picard meant to be a, another um, set like that, or is it more of a side story? It, uh, I would say it falls somewhere in between. Um, it's definitely its own show. It's definitely its own show, mm-hmm. but there are so many references to the Next Generation movies, mm-hmm. things that happened in the movies, um, you know, Data dies in that the last movie, yeah. and that weighs heavily uh, on heavily, heavily. There we go on Picard, and so he refers to it often. I don't know any spoilers, and so um, there's you can definitely tell this is a new show, but it's there's a strong history with Picard. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I'm trying to be careful because I don't want to spoil anything. There are things that took place in the Federation when he was a part of it. 
versus where he is now. And it's not a spoiler to say that he's not a part of the Federation because he's doing his own. I mean, all the previews have been him in his vineyard, you know, his winery. That's a spoiler to me. Okay, well, let me say, he's not active out there. Then he's old. Right, right. But, so, so, so I'll leave it at that. But they, the past generation, but the movies specifically do play a big part on this. So that brings me to my, my next and final question. Um, I, I did a little bit of reading. Should How much should I watch of Star Trek leading up to watching Picard? To Next kind of Generation, not at all. Didn't see anything, re- re- didn't see any references specifically for Next Generation. What about the movies and specifically for Nemesis? Because I, I yeah. I've seen them all except for Nemesis. I would say, uh, what was the one right before Nemesis? Insurrection. Insurrection. Might have been. Yeah. I would say go back and watch Insurrection and Nemesis. Okay. I, Insurrection not, not wasn't that, that great. So no, honestly, they, I don't they got really worse care to watch worse it again. Um, so, but the reason I'm saying that is, uh, characters, even Picard himself, uh, develops in, um, insurrection, which is one of the weaker films, but mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it, but there's development of Picard in that film specifically that, that I have memories of in watching the series. Mm-hmm. And then with nemesis, uh, I wish I would have watched it right before I watched the series. Gotcha. So I would watch those two films and then jump into it. So, cool. um, so, but, so really enjoying that. That's on CBS All Access. Uh, I've also been watching Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. Dude, okay, this is not a show for kids. I'm just going to say that right now. It is, again, it's a TV mature audience. Common I'll Sense, cover my ears. Common Sense Media gives it uh, a rating of 13+. plus. Do not agree. Um, I would say 16 plus minimum on this show. Um, there are episodes where there are a lot of F-bombs. Um yeah, and is then it a cartoon. So it? no, dude, dude, dude. Okay, um, I was I was I was thinking about this, knowing you were coming over, and so um, um, my mind just went blank. Uh, Felicia Day. Um, okay. Um, the Guild. The Guild. This reminds me of the Guild. I just watched that. For okay. The first time so a so for those for those y'all who haven't seen the Guild, in a nutshell, the Guild is basically following around a guild of real life players who play a game like WoW. And then they, that's basically the show, but you're watching them in real life kind of thing. But it's, it's all, you know, fiction. Uh, Mythic Quest, same idea, but from, from a different perspective, you've got a team of, of characters who are all the head uh, design, creative directors, coders, and everything else for the largest MMO in the world. I think they have like 15 million players, okay, in this fictional world. Oh, geez, I wonder which game So that it's is. basically like, wow. And it looks like wow, but it's different. Uh, their game's called Mythic Quest. And they released an expansion called Raven's Banquet. And that's what the show's about. And so you're going behind the scenes in a fictional world of these characters of like, one, one whole episode is, you know, the lady's like, I, the lead coder, I have, the, I have the next great idea for the game, a shovel. We can, we can, we can, you know, we can re, uh, players can revamp the landscape of the world. Is it a comedy or is it? It's a comedy. Okay. It's a comedy. And then you've got the creative director and he's like, no, he's like, it's, he's, and he gets the shovel and then he goes into the green room and puts on a suit so they can uh, map him and everything else. And he's using it as a sword and he keeps hitting things. He's like, nope, got to do that angle better. And he wants to turn it into a sword because he's the creative director and he's like the biggest guy, you know, he's over mm-hmm. the whole thing. The boss. And he always refers to his coder as, he's like, I'm the artist and you're my favorite paintbrush. And so there's this friction going on the whole time, and mm-hmm. every character does somebody different. You've got a, you've got this guy who's older, who's written. I mean, he was a big novelist back in the '70s. You know, writing some incredible novels. Probably mm-hmm. hasn't written anything since then, so he's kind of washed out. But he writes up all their quests. So whenever they want to do a different storyline, he's like, "No, it doesn't make sense." And, <laughs> and it's just, it, it's a funny show. I mean, if you're into, if you're into WoW at all, or to MMOs, if you're into any kind of MMO. Um, I think you would like the show. Just do forewarning. It, you know, it's 
not aimed at kids. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. There's a TV uh, MA rating from Apple TV. Another media is at thirteen subscription. Um, and so, well, if I don't, I mean, if you've if you bought it, if you're listening to the show, if you've bought any Apple product, uh, iPhone, iPad, iPod, MacBook. Uh, since September, I believe it is, of 2019, you have a free year of Apple TV+. Plus. It's just, they're, they're giving it away. Um, but this show is is solid right now at 85% critics and 85% uh, uh, viewers as well. So really liked it. I, I binged watched that show. Uh, two movies I saw recently. Saw one with my wife, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, PG-13, Commonsense Media is also 13 on that. Uh, it's in theaters right now. 80% critics, 95 users. Uh, our viewers and uh, the, the the summary of this movie is it takes place during World War II, uh, right at the end of World War II. It is a comedy. It's a, it's it's a different kind of comedy though. Um, basically, you've got this kid who is a uh, a proud Nazi. I mean, I mean he's a proud Nazi. He goes to, wants to go to Nazi camp and everything else, and he has an imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler. Um, and it's done in a funny kind of way too. There's a lot of things they pull off in this movie, and you're like. Is that okay? <laughs> can can I laugh at this? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. He was listening, <laughs> but to his this mom, show. but his mom, um, you know, who is also German, uh, she's actually hiding uh, a Jewish girl upstairs um, in a secret compartment uh, on the second floor, and so her. So the summer of the movie, and this isn't a spoiler, but her son discovers her and is like. You know, you've got to die. You're, you know, if you know anything about World War One and Two and all the the nonsense and the propaganda that that Nazi Germany was pushing out about the Jewish people, even being not even being pure blooded, yeah. mm-hmm. being inbred with animals. I mean, just some of the I mean, we'll talk about it here, but the grotesque I things mean- that they were spreading lies about, you know, the Jews was was ridiculous. And so he talks towards her that way, but kind of in a funny way, and she plays into it, you know, because she's older and she's like. Yes, I feast on babies and this kinds of stuff. What? And you're sure it's, you're sure it's a comedy? It's it's yeah, yeah it is fun. It's funny. Sure? It's funny. And Were the, you the only one laughing? At the, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. There wasn't a lot of people in the theater. It was actually one of their largest screens when we went and saw it. But um, it uh, it was funny. But again, not everybody's humor. But it ends good. It has it, man, it really grabs you at the end. There's some things that happen in the movie. It really grabs you. But it was funny. So I'm reading uh, an entire book. All over, um, I don't know how to pronounce, pronounce, I'm just going to say Hitler. Um, I'm reading a whole book over how uh, Hitler reigned over uh, Denver. And I compared, and I'm like, this is really the same. Did he this take reigned over what? Same? He reigned over, like, had a, like, he reigned, you know, like, not reigned, reigned, but like. You said Denver. Denver. Denmark? Col- Denmark. Okay, gotcha. Denmark, Just wanted to what, what book are you reading? Uh, it's called Number of the Stars. Lewis Number of the Stars. Lowry. You know, when he said, he shall reign, all I could think of was that Chris Tomlin song, and he shall reign. <laughs> That's all I could think of. So, yeah. All right, so let's move on here to some news because we haven't got to our main topic yet, and we're already pushing an hour, mm-hmm. Sam. Just mm-hmm. letting you know here. So, um, what, Jay? He'll take the blame. Which one is that? Um... Oh, the surprised winning? Yeah, I'll take that one. All right, so uh, just a few news articles we want to go through here quickly so we can get to the meat of today's topic uh, show. Um, First thing is that Dragon Quest, if you're a fan of Dragon Quest series, it's been around since 
well, the original Nintendo. I have memories playing Dragon Quest 1 and Dragon Quest 4 on my NES. But uh, Dragon Quest Your Story, it's a CGI movie, is coming to... Actually, it's available now on Netflix. Uh, this is the first full-length uh, CG movie that's based on the Dragon Quest uh, universe. And so the actual a little snippet I took here off of Netflix says this. Get ready to relax and experience a grand adventure. Dragon Quest Your Story, the first CG animated feature-length Dragon Quest... Dragon Quest film is now streaming on Netflix. It's adopted from the Dragon Quest V game loosely and follows the tale across generations in the search for the legendary hero. Um, I want to play this game I, and uh, see this movie. My, my history with Dragon Quest is I played uh, 1, 2, and 4, and then I went from that straight to Dragon Quest Builders, Dragon Quest Builders 2, and then Dragon Quest Eleven. So wow. five through you know five through ten I haven't played uh, mainly because it went back to PlayStation and it, it left uh, N- Nintendo for the biggest part there. So mm-hmm. I'm super psyched to watch this and I'm hoping to actually watch it before our next recording of our episode so we can talk about it. So Jay, why don't you take the next one here? I'll take this next one. And the only reason I want to take this next one is because <laughs> hey. I feel very strongly for this game I'm about to talk about. Okay. So, Untitled Goose Game. Wow. Okay. Not only had the honor of winning Game of the Year. So, so just for context, uh, you know, there's be, there's that several there's several Game of the Year uh, shows out there, um, and uh, that game, I'm sorry, Game Awards shows out there. The Game Awards is one of the biggest ones, but there's also Dice. There's several out there. So he's dice. talking about Dice 2020. This is dice. Okay, Dice 2020. So yeah, on Goose Game, we've talked about that. We talked about that last week, I think, mm-hmm. and a couple Love weeks before. Uh, it won Game of the Year. But it also won the wow. award for outstanding achievement for an independent game and outstanding achievement in character. So here's what Dad, that, can we here, get this game? So here's what this actually means right here. The goose, the goose, an untitled goose game won the award for oh, outstanding nice. achievement in character. The go- wow. can we just No. I mean, the goose won like, an award. Bravo, like, the no. goose won like, an no. award. Bravo. No. This is ridiculous. Jeez, Look, I wrote it on not. the show notes. Dude, show him some I love. I wrote ridiculous on it. Hey, this goose won. Okay, guys, this goose game I of the like year. This goose it sounds like I might like Untitled game. Goose Game, but this song ruins it. Give all. him some, hey, Christopher. I'm about to kick you off the show. Oh, this song rocks. Oof. Hey, it hey, doesn't. Hey, give him the love he deserves. He doesn't deserve it. He hey, he's it. a goose. He's an animal. Right, love anyway, the Anyways, save the um, turtles. Control took home the most awards this year with four wins, including Action Game of the Year. So I thought that's that was pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. My Good biggest thing, my biggest thing though, is the fact that uh, Untitled Goose Game won Game of the Year because um, I love seeing indie games come out. And this game almost started off. I mean, I don't want to get deep into it, but it almost kind of started off as a as a joke on the internet. And then it turned into this game, and it's just won so many awards, which is great. Um, there is a huge publisher, publisher sale going on right now on the Nintendo eShop, both for Capcom and Ubisoft. I don't have all the games listed, but based on last week's episode where we were talking about the lack of a virtual console on the Switch and why I don't believe that's an issue. Um, and then I even talked in length why I believe why it's a good thing there's no virtual console because we're seeing developers come out with these awesome packages. And some of those packages we talked about last week, I said, hey, if you get them on sale, or even it's even better deal, which is happening. So just a few from Capcom that we pulled out of here. Uh, Capcom has a beat-em-up bundle. It's normally 20 bucks, 50% off at $10. Um, every Mega Man Legacy collection, so that's Mega Man Legacy 1, Legacy 2, X Men, I'm sorry, X Men, uh, Mega Man X Legacy One, Legacy Two. I do. Those games something. all. One second. Those games all average fifteen to twenty dollars, and they're all on sale for ten dollars each. Yes, sir. Oh. 
I wanted to mention that the Capcom Beat-em-up bundle does remind me of a Marvel Capcom game for 10 to $15, maybe 20 But I think it goes on sale for like 7 And um, it's this great Marvel, it's titled Marvel vs. Capcom game. Yeah, I actually played yeah. the arcade version of that game. That it's a great that game. That is a fun game. It's a great game. So cap so a little like difference a story here. Story mode? If you're if you like beat 'em up games, which we talked about uh, um, like Smash? No. Uh Not that so kind of so um this actually, you know what, you're kinda young, so maybe maybe you haven't played a good beat 'em up game. Have you played Castle Crashers? Yes, I have. Castle Crashers is a beat 'em up game. So a beat 'em up game oh, is yeah. where basically you go up on the screen and you and some friends are there and you've got a bunch of bad guys. You gotta beat them all up. Hence the name beat em up, and then you go on to the next screen over. And so, um, some beat em up games from back when your dad and I were growing up on the arcades would have been things like uh, Ninja Ninja Turtles arcade, uh, The Simpsons arcade. What? Um, those would uh, there were some X Men beat em up games as well, where basically you go screen by screen beating up all the bad guys. A modern mm -hmm. version of a beat em up game would be Castle Crashers, and so it's not a a one-on-one or a 4v4 kind of like um, uh, some of the games you're talking about, Christopher. Uh, but these are great deals. And so this is what we were talking about last week of why there's not a need for an eShop. Because if you're to buy these games at five bucks a piece, you're spending $50. And here you can get a whole collection for $10. So, But just going through these, uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, $50 game on sale for 20 The Phoenix Wright Ace uh, Attorney Trilogy is only $15. And those games, I think when they came out, they were 20 to 30 a piece. Originally on the 3DS, great games. If you're a Resident Evil fan, you can get um, Resident Evil 1 and 0 for $15. That's half off. Resident Evil 4, Is 5, that for and both 6. Or each? Each, each. So, yeah, so Resident Evil 1 and 0 are $15 each, normally 30 Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 are $20 each, normally 30 Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 are both $10 each. Those, I mean, you should just pick up. That's just a great deal, normally 20 and then one of my favorite fighting games, kind of like Christopher, what you're talking about of all time, is Street Fighter 30th. Oh, I love Street yeah. Fighter, but the 30th it's anniversary collection is on sale for 14.79, and it's normally 40. And so uh, there's more than that as far as Capcom goes, um, but that's just those are some few that jumped out. I want to talk about. And then Ubisoft is also doing a developer sale. Some great games on the series. So Child of Light Ultimate Edition, normally twenty dollars, you can get it for eight bucks. I just bought that. I haven't played it yet. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I need to get it. Uh, Just Dance, I'm I'm not a Just Dance player, but it's no. it's one of the best-selling series Absolutely that Ubisoft not. has. Um, and because of that, I thought I'd include it. So you can get Just Dance 2017 and 2018 for $16, normally 40 bucks each. Just Dance 2019 is half price at $20. Um, here's a still on this show, or right here on this uh, publisher sale. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, normally is $60. It's on sale for $19.79. Great deal. You're getting it for basically, you know, 66, 67% off. Great game. Um, Definitely go pick that one up. That's a steal at 19 Mario Plus Rabbids is one of those games that you and I, Jay, we both agree on should be like a day one purchase Love for most people game. when they get a Switch. That game is amazingly fun. It's such a good game. I actually bought that Definitely game for go that my nephews who I thought were getting a Switch, but they haven't bought a Switch yet. So I didn't take it back to Best Buy because I got it on sale. I'm like, I'm keeping this game because it's a great game. Uh, you still don't have this game, right, Sam? No, I do. I you played do it a little it. bit, um, and it was fun, and I'm sure I would love it if I played more. Did you ever get out of the first world? Um, like there's several levels. I, 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 I'm, I'm on the one where you first get introduced, or maybe like the one level right after you get introduced to the big guys, that if you hit them, 
they hit back and they squish you. Oh yeah. So I'm not really not too far into it, but yeah. So you, dude, you need to play it. It's such a good game. I know, you keep um, telling me that. Raymond Legends Definitive Edition, um, which in this household we haven't done. I know Jay, you Raymond. Can, Raymond. Yeah, you love Raymond. Let's go. This game's great. Um, so what's funny about Raymond Le- Legends is that I haven't played the platforming part, which I love platforming games. But the football in it, the Kung Fu, that's fun. It's yeah. such a great party game. Yeah, that's Four all players, you play when we play. That's Rayman. all I play. I love it, and I'm good at this game. Like I am really you are good. good at it. Well, the game's normally sixty, and it's on. I'm sorry, normally forty on sale for sixteen dollars. So I think, I mean, it, this is one of those games where if you had several switches in your home, I'd say pick up a couple copies. It's just it's that good of a yeah, game. Yeah, this game is lots of fun. Um, and then Starlink. Kid, actually, quick note: my sure. kids play that on the on the Xbox. Oh yeah, that's where when, I used to play. I used to play uh, last these. year, and they um. There's been a lot of fights when you know someone gets <sighs> someone dies, gets stuck in the bubble, oh and they're not my. being rescued immediately. Yeah. There's been some some anger that has been yeah. Well, that Eli, my brother, my brother will be like, "No, I can do this. I'm gonna beat the level for you guys," but ends up dying 30 seconds after that statement. I know. Um, yeah. he's only young, but that's so that's understandable, but. So one more it game. Is quite aggravating. One more game on the list I wanted to just throw out there to you guys again. I I feel like this is a. A hugely yeah, underrated game, uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas. It came out for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Good game. Um, the best definitive yeah. edition by critics alike. I mean, any game site you go to will say the same thing. Switch is the definitive edition because it has a Star Fox tie-in, and even the story's different a little bit there of the campaign. So uh, this game is normally sixty dollars. It's on sale right now for thirty bucks. To me, this is a sixty-dollar game worth sixty dollars. And so, if you can get it for thirty. You, you need to buy this game. And so, for sure. So, I would I would say I really love the game. And I might have, I don't know, did you beat the game? No. Okay. So, I've played quite a bit. Um, I really enjoyed the game. My only, the only negative thing I would say regarding the price is that it's not pay to win, but for you to get beyond the basic weapons, this is true. This is true. you do have to pay additional money for that. Um, and that's, so yeah, that's not okay. It's, it's definitely, I, I've, and I've, and it's, I've done it because I really wanted to see the combos and see how they work together. Um, but I would say, you know, starting out at a cheaper price and then, you know, would be better than, and then having to purchase weapons. Cause I don't think even at the $60 mark, I don't think you get all the weapons. So you just once. brought up a really, no, you are correct. So you just brought up a really good point. And so, um, if you, it's not even a matter if you want to collect everything, because I, I just had a, you just remind me of something what you just said. Uh, this is one of those games to where if you're in space combat and your spaceship is about to blow up, the game's either over or you swap out another ship. And you only have another ship as if you've bought it digitally or you have the actual uh, physical part of the game as right. well. So you brought up a good point. At $30, I still think this game is totally worth it at $30. Um, now, in the eShop, this goes on sale a lot. And every once in a while, you can get the digital deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. It has everything nice. included. I've seen that for as low as $15. For everything? For everything. That's wow. amazing. And that's yeah, cheaper than buying this. it like this and then this. and then everything sure. else. And so, anyway. Uh, but let's move on. something uh, about Starlink. All right. That's real what? short. Real short. Yeah. Uh, I like the uh, original Star Fox game on N64. Um so when it first came out, I'm like, yes, if this is as good, if as people say it is as best as the um, original Star Fox on N64, then this is going to be a great game because, well, um, the original Star Fox game was a great, like, 
a great game, basically. The, the whole general idea was blow up the other guy's ships. That or um, go through an astro field without getting hit like it was a lot of fun. times. I would like yeah. to see the team, not just Ubisoft, but the actual team who, who you know, the creative direction on uh, Starlink, I'd like to see them take on an actual full-blown Star Fox game. Mm, I think they would do a great job. Yeah. Super so cool. moving on, two more last uh, pieces of news here, and because we are, this is a long episode, and you were commenting, well, this is why. <laughs> hey, we're having fun. We're so, having fun. Uh, yeah. so Iron Man... Iron Man falls hard to Dr. Doolittle. And so let me just throw this out there. So Iron Man movies, uh, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr., you know, he was big in the movies, uh, got into some drugs and some just, you know, abuse of some stuff, and he was out of the limelight for a long time. And then way back in the day. And then what brought him back in was Iron Man 1. Mm. That's what got him back on the screen, and he made it huge. He's the highest paid uh, uh, Avenger out of all of them. Uh, actually in reality because his um his agent or whoever did a good deal and instead of instead of getting the average you know 20 million per movie like everyone else on there gets between 10 and 20 million just, just 20 million he gets yeah just 20 million he gets a percentage of what the movie makes wow and so i don't Whoa. remember which movie yeah i don't that, remember which movie lot. it was yeah. but he made over 100 million dollars on one one of the movies that, that, that's that's ridiculous no on one on one movie he on made over movie? this yeah it's ridiculous what? so um, so here's my question. I just kind of want to hear thoughts on this. And Sam, more from you, I guess, but I just want to hear thoughts on this. Doolittle currently at the theater has a high rating of 15% from critics. Oh, critics yuck. are eating this and spitting it out. 15%. Not swallowing any of it. Users are giving it 76%. Those must be, must be a bunch of kids doing that or, or, yeah. or, or die, or diehard Iron Man fans yeah. who just want to see him at something else. Um, it, his net worth right now is an estimated three hundred million. That's what he has. Right I'd now. buy him. He's worth three hundred million. How does a actor? Here's a, here's my question. How does an actor feel knowing that you're worth three hundred million? You star in a movie where you're the main character because everybody else are animals around you, basically. Um, and the critics are giving That's you fifteen percent on a movie. Now, again, I understand he's been Iron Man for so long. Sometimes people are done and they want to move on to something else. Uh, you know, just different roles to play. Doesn't it be the same Tony Stark? He could he could be a gentle person. You know, just totally different. Humble. He could be humble. <laughs> he could be humble. Yeah. Um, that's a hard fall. I'm just kind. I mean, if he got like you know fifty percent, that's something. But fifteen. I've, One I've always wondered how, how did, what, does actors, that affect them? actors take it when they're in a movie that bombs and people <laughs> talk about it in the news this and talk about hard. how terrible it is and gets horrible reviews. Like, because we've all seen those movies where we watch them and we're embarrassed, yeah, to oh, yeah. be to be in the theater um, watching it, and you just got to wonder, like, do they look at? Because because I get embarrassed when I hear myself in, on recordings, which is funny that I'm on a podcast, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, how do they feel when they go back and, and they look at their performance and they see what everyone is is saying about them? But actually, in regards to this specific one, I actually watched a video on YouTube um, a few weeks ago, and it was Joe Rogan who was talking to Robert Downey Jr. Okay. And they, they touched on this, and so it was just kind of kind of interesting to look at it. And basically, I didn't watch the whole thing, I, you know, TLDR and all that. I just watched a little bit because I love Robert Downey Jr. I love Iron Man. I wanted to hear his perspective. Right. Um, and he wanted to. He wanted to do something. He was excited to kind of 
do something out of the ordinary, do something out of the box. Which makes sense. Um, move. He's you know been doing an Ironman for so long. And so he, he wasn't really, in, in the conversation, he wasn't really focused super hard on trying to make some, you know, something really good quality. It was more about, you know, getting out there, doing something fun, doing something different. Um, but I have seeing, to say, you he know, still wanted better quality than 15%. Well, in right. The but, yeah, does. but it's critics. And so sometimes critics are right and sometimes they're just like what do you I want? know but one of the things about rotten tomatoes is that it does bring in all the critics and not always but generally they've got a good pulse right overall right so what, what's the most embarrassing movie that you I mean there's one that comes to my mind immediately what's the most embarrassing movie so there's two that come to my mind that you've ever went to the theater to see right that so, you don't like to admit to people okay, and this one so, I've got pulled up right here and I'm thinking this is one of them but go ahead so it's it's very related to what we're about to talk about <laughs> okay go ahead the Star Wars Clone Wars <laughs> movie yep, yep. I've got it pulled he, up he already pulled up <laughs> Michael and I went to see it together when it came out and I was I was embarrassed to that I was I felt like I was watching a kids movie so as bad. an adult male, and just so like bad. why am I here? Like people are gonna think I'm weird. Um, so that Jane, you're that losing one, it yeah. over here. That it's it's bad. It's Star Wars, so, so Jane, we got to give it. You know, we got to give it its credit because it has. That, okay, so but, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. So you said you know sometimes the the critics are hard. So uh, the Clone Wars movie received an audience score of 39 percent. Critics of 18. And so, yes, yeah, this that's is a not 15. <laughs> yeah, that's probably generous. I mean, I sat there and I'm like, to me, it'd probably been like a low tw- right around 25. I mean, it was low. Um, when he was saying that, though, a grown man, said, <laughs> what, what was getting you there? I don't know. Because, I mean, you knew it was. No, we didn't. There had never we were been. So excited. There was, <laughs> we, we, we were, were like, so excited. oh, we In can't fact, wait I had to dropped, see this. I had dropped. See, when did this movie come out? Two thousand eight. Yeah, I had so. dropped. I had dropped you off at our pastor's house to be babysat with Alicia, you and Alicia. So Sam, and I could go see this. We went to go pick you up, and I was. I told Sam, I was like, we were in and we're out. No, they wanted to talk. What movie did y'all go see? Don't really want to talk about it. And then when you're, so here's the thing, when your pastor asks what you saw and you don't want to talk about it, generally there's only one reason for yeah, that. Yeah. It was a bad yeah. movie that you feel, you feel ashamed for watching, like full of nudity yeah. or language or something. That wasn't it. I oh, wish we that was ashamed. it. We were ashamed. It was, I mean, we were, yeah. we were so embarrassed. I saw we it. Saw, we saw Star Wars. I saw, saw it. Um, I think I had the flu the day I saw it. So when I finished it, I'm like... This is so, so bad. Like, this movie is trash. Yeah, so... I can't, I can't stand it. When we, when we told them we saw... We we finally said, you know, we we saw Star Wars. We saw Star Wars. (laughs) Oh, Star Wars! I mean, because they're that generation that saw it in the theater, you know? Star Wars! Oh, what, 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 which one, which one was it? It was the, the Clone Wars. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't, I haven't seen that one. It was an animated yeah. Star Wars film, that, yeah. <laughs> and which was the first one. So no, we didn't know it was going to be bad. I mean, this is right when you know, you know, uh, the other ones are coming out, so it's like exciting and just it was awful. It was awful. So anyway, all right. So moving on from this, and so yeah, I just wanted to say I just thought that was interesting that um, Doolittle's doing that bad, and I'm just, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care, Robert Downey Jr. Simply because you know he's. He's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he doesn't care. He can put on a suit and fly away. We all know exactly. he owns an Iron Man suit that he flies around on the weekends. Everybody so knows. Everybody knows that. It's, it's a known Man. fact. He is Iron Man. 
Um, all right, last bit of news because this is a this segues us right into our main topic is this: the Sonic the Hedgehog movie currently has a higher Rotten Tomato score than Star Wars: <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker, and I I'm not well. about the emoji life, but I even put the emoji on here with his eyes big, like, what? Really? Are you serious? So, just to put it into some context here, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is getting 63% from critics and 95% from users. 95% 95. from users. The Rise of Skywalker received 52% from critics. Put that in contra- uh, next to the 63 that Sonic received. And a user rating of 86 next to the user rating of 95 from Sonic. That, so, that is wow. Um the interesting part here is that last week's episode, Jay, we talked about how I was really concerned that all the best parts of the Sonic movie we saw in the previews. And that, and besides that, it was going to be terrible. H- historically speaking, video games do not translate well into movies. They make terrible movies. There's very few video games that have translated right. over to film. Um, and I'm right here. Like, I would give, I'd give Sonic 90%. Did you see it? We saw it yesterday. We saw oh. it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. and I Can was shocked. Uh, we saw it took the whole family. We had all four kids there. Um, I loved it. Micah loved it. It was funny. It was it was funny. It was smart. The acting uh, from the me- the main characters was great. Jim Carrey, who gets on my nerves, didn't get on my gets nerves. Gets on your nerves. Jim Carrey's great. Um, well, so you've seen you've seen like like movies from I don't know how, what what you know like early two thousands where like The Mask movies. or whatever. I mean, some of those are just like no, I don't oh watch those gosh. old movies. But um, man, he plays the part well. The the acting in it is great. I can't remember the guy's name right now. You're my name guy. So. I, I haven't seen it, so Ooh. I don't know the Which main one? the main the, the lead think, actor. Dad, we have two AMC tickets. Uh, we haven't used that that we need to remember. use on Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, well, let me just say, um, I thought it was really good, um, James. See, I don't know. James. James, James Marsden? See, guys, I'm Wait, not are good with to, names. Are you is the guy from X-Men? I don't know. Are you trying to remember? Yes, yes, yes. Cyclops. Cyclops. Well, oh. That wasn't who I was thinking of, but Cyclops. Um, yeah, the guy who played Cyclops. I knew he looked familiar. Him. I think he's Cyclops. James Marsden. I don't know. Anywho, um, I was thinking when I I was thinking who played Professor X, but no. Okay. Um, but I was just gonna say this movie was great. I loved it. It was funny. Jaden was really tired. He fell asleep. He fell asleep hard. Dude. Oh my gosh, Jay. dude, dude, his I mouth was, was hanging open. Dead. It wasn't like he's dozing. His mouth was full blown was, hanging open, sitting up there in the chair. Sleeping. I had my recline. I I recline. We're at AMC. Back. Yeah, Dolby, the big plush recliners. Yeah. It was pretty, but it was a. Funny it wasn't movie. because of the movie though. I was just worn out yesterday. So my and I want to hear back um, from our listeners on this. My favorite part of the movie. I mean, there, the movie was so good. I mean, the the lines were good, but my favorite part of the movie is when uh, the main guy and his wife are standing there at the elevator trying to get to the top of this building in in uh, Cal- in California. Uh, in Los, Los Angeles, and uh, they've got Sonic in the bag, and like a big duffel bag, and there's some previews a little bit around this, and this, and this is, so it's not a spoiler, but uh, they're standing there, and he's like, like, okay, gotta get up there, gotta get Sonic's rings and everything else, and Sonic's in the bag, and here's here's what you hear Sonic, like, hello? Is anybody out there? Help? Anybody? Guys, I can't breathe! And this this lady walks up, business lady on her phone, this business guy walks up on the other side of them, so left and right, business phone, and he's like, guys, I can't breathe! And they kind of start look, looking down, and the lady gets this look of disgust, and she's like, 
do you have a child in there? And he's like, <laughs> no, it's just an ant. Well, yeah, he is a child because Sonic's really mature. Yeah, he is a child, but oh, no, no, don't worry. He's not my child. <laughs> and they do this whole little skit around it, and I just, it was, this little bit around it, it was just hilarious. But great movie. It makes it worse. Definitely need to go see it. Um, so I think it's a great movie. I think it's definitely worth, I mean, it, it, it's worthy of its 95% rating. Dude, it's ridiculous that it's speeding out Rise of Skywalker by a good margin. Uh, 95 to 86, 63 down to 52. I mean, it's just, it's beating I liked, it. I liked and, Rise of Skywalker. Um, um, well, hold it, hold it, hold okay. it for the show. We're going to talk about that in just one second. But um, in a world where a blue blur is beating out Star Wars, unless it's the Clone Wars, um, I have got, got a big issue with this. Our world is... Um, There is no culture. (laughs) Something. There's got to be something wrong. So anyway, um, let's jump straight in and let's do our 42 years of Skywalker in review. The name, the title for the show is because there's 42 years from beginning to end. We are only talking about the nine Skywalker films. And so um, we are pressed on time. And so I'm going to kind of uh, direct our conversation. So try to stay on topic here. Um, we are going to be using a rating system that we are kindly borrowing from IGN. Um, if you, if IGN, if you're listening, you decide to come after us uh, again. His name is Sam Carlson. We're just borrowing. We're we'll just give, borrowing. We'll give it back. And so here's here's how uh, IGN worry. does their uh, their review scores of one through ten. Number ten being a masterpiece. Nine equaling amazing. Eight is great. Seven is good. Six is okay. Five is mediocre. Uh, four is bad. Three is awful. Two is painful, one is unbearable. For me, I would say the Clone War Clone Wars I'm sorry, the Clone Wars movie is the one. anime would be between a two and a three for me because there were times where it was painful to painful watch it. I, was, I would agree with it's you. It's probably a two. We, we watched the whole thing. We so I can't say thing. it was unbearable, but it was painful. It was painful. So was I would painful. say it's probably a two for me. So um, we are only rating the nine Skywalker films, so episodes one through nine. And as we rate the films, I want to discuss briefly the significance that the episode had on us as individuals, as well as where it falls in, in its cultural period. And the reason I'm, this is important is that there are things about nine that jumped out at me, Sam, that maybe jumped out at you, that probably didn't jump out at either one of our kids. And so that's why we're going to kind of talk about these. And we're going to each do our own rating. So first question is this. Um, Oh man, you messed I just up! But, I just butchered it. Right, hey, what, let me let me go back. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just butchered it. So yeah, we're gonna rate each film. Let the rating of forty-two years commence. There you go. <laughs> there it is. See, this is gonna be so much more epic if I didn't butcher it. <laughs> See, this is where the words come down, and it says. This just in. No, it says. What actually says is. What actually says is. On episode seven of Dad's Gaming Corner, host Michael Mastic was going to start the, sh- the reviews off with the music, but instead he fumbled his words. So his son gallantly takes over, cues us up, and right as he gets ready to happen, he hit. Uh, Michael fumbles again on the play button and misses it by two or three seconds. Unbeknownst to them, at another part of the galaxy far, far away, Sam and Christopher Carlson are shaking their heads, wondering why they came on the show. My public career is ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. If I ever run for politics, (laughs) people get a hold of this video, it's over. 
Oh my gosh. Thankfully this is audio only, so right, not video. <laughs> anyway, um all right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through the ratings on here. We're gonna go quickly. Uh can I can I just say yeah. that music is so good. I don't wanna I don't wanna say too much, but it's almost a spiritual experience when you hear that music. Oh, I wouldn't no, that's not too much. And it's just oh there's no up other so there's much, no other theme song for me. So many good feelings. There's no other theme song for me that 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 what you just said that takes me back to my childhood mm. like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the theme that my next favorite theme probably is right around Doctor Who. I mm-hmm. love that theme, but it doesn't take me back like Star Wars. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Okay, so I'm gonna uh, ask some questions. And we're gonna jump into this. Um, so uh, Sam, starting with you, favorite? No, actually, let's start with this with the kids. So, uh, but we'll do by age here. So Christopher, uh, Jaden, Sam, and then myself. So Christopher, favorite Star Wars episode of all time? That would be Episode Three, and I. Go ahead. Episode three, and I don't know if we can mention characters. I will later, closer to the end of everyone's um, rating of all the movie all right. movies. So okay. We, so episode three. All right. So Sam, I'm sorry, Jaden. Favorite episode of all time. Favorite episode. Okay, I know we're short on time, so I'll try not to take a super long amount of time on this. But you could have th- saved some time by not saying that. I I I, yeah. I, I was thinking about it while I was saying. He's it, so stammering. Okay. I don't know. Um. I'm gonna have to say either. Uh, you, either gotta, you have to pick one. Either A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back. What? Okay, so Jaden's giving it a fi- uh, episode five. Sam, favorite episode. We'll say episode five. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Episode six. I saw that one from a mile off. Um, for me, and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, the new trilogy, seven, eight, and nine. Some good Star Wars action right there. Um, I loved nine. Um, but I have to pick my favorite. It has to be one of the originals. It just has to be. And for me, yeah. it's Empire Strikes Back. So. All right. So I've got uh, episode five. I did. Uh, so Christopher, you did episode three. Jay, you did episode five. Sam, you did episode six. Let me make that six better because actually we're on Christopher's number. And I did episode five. Okay. So now we're going to rate each film. And so uh, I'm going to give you the critics reviews and then our reviews. Okay. So episode one, The Phantom Menace, rated PG. Received uh, 53% from critics, 59% from uh, users. It's actually it's actually the uh, lowest rated one as far as, um, no, I'll take that back. I was going to say critic reviews, but actually the lowest would be The Rise of Skywalker, which is a joke. Don't even, ugh. Anyway, we'll get to it later. Episode one, guys, how do y'all, how do y'all rate it? Uh, that would be a six for me. Christopher gives it a six, okay. Episode uh, one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Phantom Menace. I think I would give it a five. Now remember, now remember, when y'all say this, Jay, you're saying five is mediocre. Yep. Okay. So Jaden's giving it a five. Sam, episode one. I'm I'm in between six and seven. Um, there's so, a lot about it that's that that's good that I like it, but there obviously there's some things about it that's you know fairly bad, but um, mostly okay. So I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with seven. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and go with seven. You are giving it the highest rating, and that's what's cool about this is that we are going to have differing opinions on this. Episode uh, one for me, outside of Qui-Gon, because I'm not even a huge fan of Obi-Wan in that movie. Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon was the only saving grace in that film for me. So I'm giving episode four... Episode one? I'm sorry, episode one. um, I'm I'm looking at the four rating... (laughs) 
Um, I'm giving episode one. Oh, I feel like I'm being generous by giving it a five. That's ridiculous. I'm giving it a four. I it's gave it a five. <laughs> I, it's one of those movies to where it, if I, when I go back to watch them all again, it's the hardest one for me to watch. I feel like the pod racing goes on for far too long. And we can talk about yeah. this a little bit now, now that we've rated it out there. It was my um, least favorite part. Um, ben, uh, Obi-Wan in this movie, he's he's okay. He's okay. I'm not loving the actor yet, but he's okay. Qui-Gon is phenomenal, but it's Liam Neeson. Of course, and he, Liam Neeson. He can't make a bad film. Um, I mean, he could, but he wouldn't be the bad part of the movie. I'm just saying. Almost sounds like we've got a man crush there. But it's Liam Neeson. It's Liam Neeson, so it's okay. okay. All right. Um, So, Sam, you gave it a seven, the highest score here. So, uh, that's what we'll do. We'll look at the lowest and highest, I guess, and go from there. So, Sam, why is it a seven? Um, Why is it good? Well, number one, it's Star Wars. And so, that automatically gives it, other than the Clone Wars cartoon movie, (laughs) the name Star Wars gives it a lot of weight, gives it a lot of um, just credit for me um obviously i'll get the obvious ones out of the way jar jar binks and, and oh Anakin's yeah. acting um you know okay it's rough and, and I, I gotta say here how'd like, you pick on on how'd you pick on anakin padme is the worst no actor in I, that I, movie. see i disagree she's not she played I, I jane and uh anakin no, just didn't Marvel. fit what i envisioned a nine-year-old to be he at times he seemed too old well, most of the time, that was my problem. Is he seemed too old, and I and, and how old was he supposed to be in that movie? Nine. He's See, I, the whole movie, he feels like he's six to me. Yeah, I keep thinking well, he's six the whole movie. But they and, and sad side note, it's sad. They they received so much Jake Lloyd, the actor, and then the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. They've received death threats, and they've had mental issues from all the hate they've gotten from these movies. I feel and bad it's for kind the of kid. Sad. I feel bad for the kid. It's kind of well, it is especially worse for the kid, yeah. But it's kind of but sad. it wasn't his fault. I think it was it was a bad script. Right, yeah. So a lot of the blame does lie in George Lucas. But I loved, I, I loved, I loved, wow. I remember the previews for this movie. Um, the scene, well, I, maybe it wasn't a preview, but I remember the scene where they jump off the balcony when, when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan first get to Theed to rec, uh, rescue the, the queen. They jump off the, <laughs> the balcony, they, they start killing droids, and you see the evolution of the combat between, you know, the original three, and then, you know, with the new technology they have, it's it's so much more, uh, it flows better. It's just, it's cool. You see yeah. how um, how lightsabers could actually be um, mm-hmm. blocking the lasers and things like that. You see a little bit of, with, of that with Luke Skywalker and Return of the Jedi, but definitely it comes out more in the, in the new movies. So there's just so much about it that was just really cool to me. Okay. All right. Let's move right along here. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. Christopher, you so, are first. So, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so, I'm sorry, one second. Attack of the Clones, rated PG. Uh, it received 65% ratings from critics and 56 from users. So, it favored uh, better than Phantom Menace uh, in critics' eyes, but not as good, which I'm actually shocked on this. It's actually not as good as the Phantom Menace for uh, viewers. So, wow. Christopher, what would you rate this up? So, I like... Attack of the Clones a lot. I like my favorite, my absolute favorite part is at the end. Like the big uh, execution where I like how Padme seems like a Jedi, but she really not. When, she, when she's really not. When she jumps up the pillar with the chains. And like, uh, I don't know the word. 
I'm trying to think what part you're talking, talking about. He's talking about the part where they're the execution part. Whenever they're whenever they're oh, caught yeah, yeah, in the okay, faction. The Coliseum. The, the Coliseum. Yeah. The Coliseum. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, whenever she um I can't think of the word. It sounds like alphabetically. What is it? Acrobatic? Acrobatically jumps up the pillar with the chains. Uh, when she seems like a Jedi, but she's not. I like when that happens. Um, so I would give this episode a rating of let's see. An eight. Really? An eight. All right. Yeah, it's a really that good That would be movie. great, guys. All right, Jaden, you're next. Um, What's I, your rating I, and why? I mean, this movie was good. I wouldn't say it was... The best. Great, or like, I really love this movie. Yeah, but I definitely think it was better than Phantom Menace. I enjoyed it more than Phantom Menace. Okay. So I'm going to give this one a seven. I'm going to say right. it's good. It's not anything, like, great, but I, I, I'm going to give it a solid seven. Sam? I have to give it, um, again, I'm, I'm between the numbers of seven and eight. I have a hard time saying it's great. That's it a backs big, up, it backs up episode word. one. It backs up episode one a lot. Um, How Anakin grows up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot a lot I like it. There's a couple things I didn't like about it. Obviously, the dialogue is just, ooh, it's rough at, you know, at the love scenes. It's just, it's really rough. <laughs> but there's there's a lot about it that I did like. Um and so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give it a very solid seven. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of right there with you. I have a hard time saying this movie's great. Um, out of Why? the pro- well, because it's not. What? Oh, <laughs> my, my opinion. You off the show. My opinion. So the out of the original, not sorry, out of the prequel trilogy. Uh, and we'll get to it in a second, but this is my favorite of the at prequel three, uh, um, prequel trilogy. Excuse me. Um, I like uh, this one has a very this has a darker feel, and I don't mean dark like episode three dark, but it has a dark kind of different feel, kind of like that I get for Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back has a very unique, at least to me, uh, dark mystical feel. Uh, versus four and six, um, and this one, there's something about it. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, some of the, the fight scenes and everything else remind me of Hoth and how they not the same, not the actual planet, but the Hoth battle scenes. And there's like, there's something about I don't know. There's something about it. Um, every time I watch it from the first time to now, I reminds me of Empire Strikes Back, which I, which is my favorite. And so I can't give it an eight. So I don't say it's great, but I will give it a seven, saying that it's good. Um, now by the time we get to episode three, I will say this: Padme for me. Um, she gets, she gets a seven as a character because she goes for me from episode one, Padme to me is a four. I mean, her acting in in episode one, she, here's why I feel like she's made of cardboard. Yeah. I feel like she's emotionless and it's not just when she's the queen. Um, I feel like she's emotionless. And then which movie is it? Is it five or, I'm sorry, is it two or three? I think it's two. Which one is it though? Yeah, it is two because her sh- her shirt's uh, ripped in half. Right. And she's there's a scene where she falls in episode two and you'll know what scene I'm talking about. She falls out of a transport ship and she lays on her back. And then they yeah. and they run up to her and they're like, you know, Padme, are you okay? And what she, here's what she does. She sits up. So first she's laying there like she's dead. And then she instantly, <laughs> they come up to her, stung. are you Okay. But here's the thing. She instantly sits up. I'm fine. Let's go. And there's no like this groggy getting up. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm hurt, but I'm per- I'm persevering. It's like, it's literally, she just pops up almost like she's a, a video game character. I'm fine. Let's go. I'm just like, 
Maybe she was just what? embarrassed to have fallen like that, so she just didn't want to make a big yeah. deal. I don't know. That's, That's true. true. But what I was going to say true. is, outside of Obi-Wan, I mean, Obi-Wan's character gets better and better every episode. Oh, yeah. She was awful, in my opinion, in number one. By the time you get to number three, I'm like, okay, I'm actually the young kind of caring the for you now. What's well, the same actress? It's Natalie what? Portman. Yeah, it's the same actress. No, I think that That's why I have such younger, a hard time. The younger the Padme that it's not the queen at first, I think she was a great actor. At all the love scenes, Dad says it's rough, but I think mm. it's like, like perfect. All right, then. Like it goes smooth. All right, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Now, this one received the highest uh, in both categories of ratings as far as the prequel trilogy goes. <coughs> Excuse me. So to give you an idea here, uh, in order, episodes one through three, critics go 53%, 65%, and then 80%. So yeah. critics across the board agree they That's got better ridiculous. better and better. It should be higher The score. users, or I keep saying users, the viewers, viewers give them 59%, 56%, and then 66 So 66 is not good, so... But that's why we are here now to give it the ultimate review. That, that's the final review of all time. So, yeah, Christopher, there's gonna be no reviews after this. So I can Never, already go straight with this. Um, on the way to church this morning, me and me and my dad discussed it. I give it a straight up nine. Straight up, dude, nine. a nine. Holy crap! What the heck? It's nine. It's a nine. So I why love, why a nine? I love how Anakin grows up in the first two movies, and then in the second one, you see how his anger, um. And his trust to the Sith grows more and more and more. And then in episode three, it's at his peak, and he just double-crosses everyone. Okay. All right. That, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's a nine. You can't judge Jay, me. Jay, you're next. I also gave this one a seven, just like what? episode two. You traitor. But no. Okay. You're a traitor. Um, this is a good movie. I enjoyed the movie. I... Why are you giving it a seven, then? Because Crazy. seven is good. You said seven, okay. Eight is great. So, I wouldn't call so it So you're great. giving it good. Yeah, I, I, I'd say it's good. It was a little, I don't know. I mean, I, I appreciated it. It was a good movie. I just, I don't know. Something about it, I, I didn't trust it. You know what I'm saying? You didn't trust it. You didn't, didn't trust, trust it. it? No, I don't know. He couldn't, he couldn't trust it, That's man. I, I, I don't know. There's something about the movie. It just okay. turned me off. All right, Sam, what's your rating? I'm going to give it... A pretty solid eight. All right. Moving That's up a little bit. Um, so, so far, you've got actually have a seven, seven, then an eight. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reflects how I feel. There are definitely some issues with it, but more or less, I, I really enjoyed it. I just can't, I can't say it's amazing. So, my, my, my views of Revenge of the Sith was, um, man, see, oh, and this is so hard for me because the other Star Wars films... I enjoy, and they get better and better. And generally, there's like one scene that I don't like, and that's about it. In these movies, it's less about what is it that I don't like. It's more about what are the few scenes I do like. Let me find what I like about it and, and so focus on that. Revenge, so, so, Christopher, I do have to disagree with you on Anakin yes. on the fact that I don't see him getting angrier in, no, in he, episode two. I see him. Academy, right. So. Here, here, here's what I see. I see him getting... Um, I see him getting... Um, Less angry and more of a temper tamper. You know, tantrum? he's he's throwing a little tantrum um, because he's a baby trapped in an adult suit. Yep. And so I see, um, you know, uh, Mark Hamill gets all kinds of flack for episode four and how much he whines. Um, and then episode five, when his hands he cut did, off. He's he like, did whine a lot. No, you're not my father. You know, he gets a lot of flack for that. Well, dude, you know why? It's 
You see who it's his father in the blood. is. It's, it's in, in the, the blood. blood. And here's the problem I have. I had it's a it for me it's a huge leap going from what I grew up of countless hours of Vader darkest heart in the galaxy coming from this whiny oh, brat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And yeah. so for me um, there are scenes. Uh, I think uh, uh, the duel scene at the end with Obi Wan and Anakin is amazing. You see where they're equals. You see where they're they are so in sync with one another. With their fighting, mm-hmm. um, some awesome moments there. The begin. So okay, okay, here's what the sad part is: the end of the movie, right? The scene, yeah. And the f- beginning of the movie, the space battle. I thought the space battle was great. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. There's not that much in the middle that ties me in there. Um, which I have to say this. I didn't say this earlier. I just remembered it though. When I saw Attack of the Clones in the movie theater, uh, I saw, I don't know how many times I saw it, two or three times at Star Wars. At l- both times, my first two times. <laughs> you saw, wait, you saw the movie more than once in the theater? Yes. It's Star Wars. You have to. I, I didn't have I to. Saw, I saw, I saw, um, uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker three times in less than a week. Well, Rise of Skywalker, yeah, d- I'm sorry, were you talking about the cartoon you saw multiple times? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. Okay, I'm sorry. I was thinking Not the, the Clone show. Wars. The Heck Clone Wars. No. Yeah, okay. Heck no. I saw it multiple so, times. So, Attack too. of the yeah, Clones, absolutely. both times that I saw it in the movie theater, and I don't know if I saw it more than that, but at least the first two times, the scene where Count Dooku walks into the room, the music starts, Yoda walks in hobbling on his cane, straightens up, opens his robe, the lightsaber flies into his hand, and I'm thinking... <laughs> That's a cover. I want to like this. And then he starts jumping around like a jumping Rob. like a jumping bean. And I I I wow. I actually laughed out loud in the theater not the first in, time I saw it. Because <laughs> it was funny. And it wasn't meant to be it funny. It wasn't meant to be funny. It was not a comedy. It was funny. Anyway. Back to episode three. Uh, the, love the beginning, love the end, and there's scenes in the middle I'm okay with. Uh, I did like, I did like the Emperor and, and Yoda having their fight at the end. That one was uh, pretty cool. With the Force, not the lightsabers. Yoda should never have a lightsaber. It's ridiculous looking. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's not a frog. He is a puppet, and we all know it. <laughs> there's so much. He I is a t- puppet. There's so much I could say about really each individual movie. Uh, unfortunately, just because of time, we don't have it. But when I rate these, for me, it's a rating out of, um, it's a very subjective rating. And it's just how Which does makes it, sense. How does it make me feel? How do I enjoy it? But I, I do it more from, because I could I could pick apart, not that I'm a great critic, but, I'm not but I, could, to pick it apart. I could pick apart all I the bad. acting. I could pick apart the, the, all the parts that I don't like. But I rate it from like, how did I feel as a kid watching this? How do I... Um, how does it make me and feel? And we talked what, about this before, though. What excitement though. did I have when I watched this, these movies? Um, you're right. We, we have talked about it before. Well, what I was going to say is, um, how old were you? Let's see. Uh, Attack of the Clones came out in when? Probably 2003. Uh, let's see. Let's look it up right here. 2002. Um, Attack of the Clones came out in 2002. So I was I was 20. I wasn't a kid when this movie. I, I was twenty years old. I, I'm, I'm, I, at twenty years old, I am one year. I'm, I am barely two years away from being married and having my first kid. So I'm not a kid, right? Um, and so four, five, and six, I'm all there for, with you. As a kid, how did it make me feel? As an adult, how did it make me feel? Yeah. And I'm not trying to pick these movies apart. I'm just saying, maybe 
the childlike magic isn't there. I mean, I do feel like the movies have their own magic. They're still Star Wars. I'm not going to pull that away from them um, because they're definitely Star Wars. But episode one, to me, feels like George Lucas got a lot of money, got a new computer that has a bunch of bells and whistles and said, I wonder how much I can make animated, you know, and um, the CGI. Yeah, all the CGI, and that's one of the things I loved about J.J. Abrams' direction is they went back to animatronics, you know, puppets, robots, things like that. So anyway, um, okay, so rating for me is this on this film. Um, I gave Phantom Menace, uh, episode one, a four. I gave Attack of the Clones a seven. Uh, episode three, I'm giving it a six. Um, and I think I'm being generous with a six. With a six for Revenge of the Sith? Yep, and I feel like I'm being generous, giving it a six. Wow. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Give me those ratings real quick, your ratings one more time. Phantom Menace, I gave a four. Attack of the Clones, I'm giving it a seven. Revenge of the Sith, I'm giving it a six. Ugh. Wow. The movie for me was okay. Uh, I would dare say mediocre. Um, if it was a standalone film, it would totally be a five. If A five. Um, if it didn't sit between two and four, and I the story that it does play, it's significant. But um, the music they, alone with Obi-Wan and, and Anakin deal, gives it an automatic. I agree. And Sam, I, I, agree, I agree with you. that Just because of the music. If I go off music alone, Star Wars well, gets course. like a 10. <laughs> Absolutely. Just music alone. But if I strip away the name Star Wars and I strip away the music and I just make it about a sci-fi film, but if you're just, it's if you, okay. If you start stripping away the things that make it good, you're going to end up with an absolutely crappy movie. So you've got to which account is why for those things. Which, yeah. No, exactly. Totally. And that's why for me, I'm giving it okay. Star Wars is it's, it's saving grace. Okay, that's just that's just my opinion. We're not all going to agree. So we have we to move, move on. on. So, episode four, a new hope. Uh, critics, uh, ninety three viewers, ninety six. This is um, the second highest rated Star Wars film of all time, hmm. for good reason. This is for so me Christopher. A... Are you gonna, now, Christopher? You know, if you rate this anything less than a ten, then the internet itself will come out and like you know drag you out into to the middle of the streets and beat okay. you up. He's not allowed to go on the internet. Okay, you're good then. Um, how are you going to rate uh, episode four? It's Oh! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Okay, I'm Hold sorry. on. Why Save it for Jayden your turn. Freaks. Save it for your turn. Hey, because I've raised my kids right, Sam. I just Sam. flipped out right. a little, man. Hold up. Uh, yeah, it's a Hold six. Hold on. All right, so, so, so uh, we need to be a little quick here. So why is it a six? You say a low six? So not even a six, but like bottom six. Yeah, close closer to five. <sighs> Mm. No offense, dude. That's like a five point five. Here's what here's Skywalker, what he's saying. He's Luke saying Skywalker. he's saying mediocre. That's what he's saying. Five point five, but you can't do points. So is it a five or a six? It's a six, but like All right. as closest to five as it oh, gets. Oh, like a five point eight. No, Sam, no, we like need a... talk about your parenting after this. Jaden, bring it up. Jaden, oh, sorry, I just wait. Hold um, on, hold on, Christopher. Hold on, you didn't on, say on, it yet. On. Why is it? I can't. I can't compute. So Luke Skywalker. The young version wasn't my favorite character until episode six. How he just was Anakin better in episode one than Luke in episode four? Absolutely, he was a lot more. Sam, we're talking about your parenting. He was he was dramatic. (laughs) Anakin was dramatic. He was a baby. He was dramatic. There's a difference. Oh no, I'm I'm loving this right here. This crosstalk right here between you two guys. No. So Luke, for you, just he just you did not like Luke. Yeah, he like you say for Padme, he was Luke Skywalker was emotionless. Okay, 
Luke Skywalker is my favorite character. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm well, so and what's, sorry. What's funny, but you, and this is this is also what I love about the differing views we have on this because Christopher, that is your view, and that's awesome. Luke gets so much flack in Episode Six about being a whiner that he's too emotional. No, and no, so no, it's no, interesting. no. In Episode Six. That's no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Episode starts. four. Episode four. Episode four. Okay. Okay. So, Jaden. Well, let me explain why why Episode Six is. Oh, we're not we're on six yet. So four. Episode four, I gave a nine. A New Hope, P also rated PG. A- absolutely a nine. Not. I'm so giving I, that one a nine. I really want to mm. hear Jaden's reason for that because yeah. you didn't grow up with it. So did why two. do you call it a nine? I grew up with it. It just didn't grow up with me. Well, you did. So That's he. A fair point. So which is a fair point. Yeah. But but what Sammy? Here's the thing though. Though here's the difference. Sam and I, we grew up watching four, five, and six as often as our parents would let us. And I don't know if Sam which has wasn't a very often. I don't know if Sam had the same <laughs> childhood I did, but my parents went through. Phases yeah. of where it's okay to watch, <laughs> and then it's evil. Now it's evil. <laughs> now it's evil. You can't watch it. Now it's okay again. Wow. Now it's evil. We're not comfortable. Don't watch it. Destroy um, it. But but I mean, I have so many memories of building models. Uh, you know, like back back when you actually built a model and it was all gray, and you had to punch out the pieces and then glue them and then paint them. I remember, yeah, not stickers, paint. I remember building models and having the Star Wars books around me. As I'm watching the the movies over and over and over on the VHS, watching them over and over, and so you—that's how we grew up. You grew up one, two, three, four, five, six. That's how you grew up with that all of them together. That is how I grew up. So why? So why a nine? I'm not well, saying I disagree. I'm just curious because I don't know. This one, this is the first one where you know, um, you see, um, Luke where he's not a baby because you know in three you see him, but he's a little baby. So this is the first but one the where you see him. Uh-uh. His I'm sorry, acting Luke's acting in episode three was fantastic. Golden Globe, right there. The emotion that he showed, <laughs> it was is raw. Genuine. You can't fake oh that. You can't gosh. fake that. No. <laughs> hey, are you, are you playing Diablo? Turn your switch off. Jaden, go ahead. Maybe, <laughs> episode maybe four. Not, maybe not. Yeah, I gave it a nine. I just. Um, but why? This uh, is the first it's time not, you it's see not Luke. It's not a nine. And you see Obi Wan, kind of. You know, he's he's teaching him. You know, this is this is you know he's telling him this is who you are. Yeah, I made that part. This is you're you're you know you're a Jedi, and he's it's just it's like it's I don't know. But you, what I'm hearing from you though is that you are you appreciate the story. I don't know. I'm sure, if that's what it's. I mean, called. that's that's what I'm getting getting from him. They, like he's talking about the part of the story that he appreciated the movie as a story. I mean, but nine's a high score. I mean, you're you're nine's giving really it amazing. It's amazing. This movie is amazing. I mean, okay, that's awesome, Sam. So it's funny as I as I'm kind of thinking about how I'm rating these. Um, I rate you know one, two, and three. I rate emotionally how how it makes me feel because growing up, um, and and four, five, and six, you know, definitely are going to be the same way. But the uh, episode four is a little slow. It is a little slow. It's a little slow. And I remember as much as I love Star Wars as a kid, I was and we'd watch it once a year. That that's my that's my story. We weren't allowed to watch it more than once a year. Um, but as much as I love to watch episode Star Wars, I would kind of always be like, okay, let's get through episode four and then we'll get to Empire Strikes Back and it's a little better. But then when we got to Return of the Jedi, it's like, oh, it's finally here. Um, so it's a little slow. Um, definitely, you know, definitely like it. As far as, you know, the movie goes, I would give it a very solid, a very solid eight. I was about to say, if you, you can't rate it lower than the prequels. Yeah. If you do, then. Yeah, I mean. Get your head examined. I just, I, yeah, 
Uh, I like uh, a lot of people don't eights. like the CGI and the flashiness of the prequel trilogy. I kind of do, and part of that again is from just being a kid and being it's wide-eyed. Your, at your it, imagination is—you're seeing what you imagined in the in the and yeah, and all the books I've read, right. and just being able to see that kind of played out versus the originals. You know, special effects weren't weren't there, and of course, like, there's a lot of benefit to that. But you know, there's still some so much cool stuff they they could do with the force and with you know CGI that that. It could affect that. So I'll give it a solid eight. So um, I I really have a hard time because the original trilogy will always hold a place in my heart that no other film has. And I say that up until I saw The Rise of Skywalker. And when we talk about that movie in a minute, there's things about that movie that just blew me away. Um, we could spend a whole show talking we could. about. Four, five, and six. Um Four, five, and six. See, I just have a hard time because I think I think four is the weakest of the three of the original trilogy. Um, and in saying that, it's it's a it's a it's a minimum a solid eight. Yeah, I'd argue it's, I wouldn't say it's amazing, but man, it was so good. And if we looked at the cultural impact that Star Wars had, it had to be at least a nine. Mm. I mean, nothing like it before had come out. Absolutely, with the realism and everything else. I mean, I, I, I the grew, special effects. I grew of that special day effects. Was... I grew up hearing stories from my dad and other people, who, adults, you know, who saw us in the theater. When they when they left the theater, they never seen anything like it before. And they get in their car, and they felt like they were in a spaceship, mm-hmm. you know, weaving in and out of traffic. They were in the trench, you know, trying to drop the torpedoes. And I'm just like, yeah, ah. So I mean, um, they invented, and not just for that one, but for for all of them, they had to invent technologies. Yeah to do that stuff as they went along. And they drove a lot that of were special used effects for, for future new, films. Oh my gosh, and, yes. Yeah. And then you have Lucas I mean, Sound. Skywalker Lucas, Sound is yes, still yeah. Skywalker Sound and, in production for other movies, not yes. just you know Star Wars. Yes, it's just, it's incredible. So um, I would give it, and see, I mm, if we were doing a point system, I would give it an 8.5. It, it's a very high eight, not quite a nine. Uh, I'd maybe even give it 8.8, but for me, it's a high eight, so. Um, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, this one received uh, slightly higher ratings than A New Hope. Uh, it received 94 from from uh, critics and 97 from viewership. So, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Christopher, go. It's an eight. Really? It's an eight. Um, I'd say it's an eight because I, I do want to go a little fast because I don't want to go over two hours and ten minutes. This um, so far ties with... Uh, uh, your second highest film. Yeah, um, it's an eight, mainly because um, I like the battle towards the ends with Darth Vader and Luke. Oh, because like I mentioned in the uh, past one, uh, so good in the past movie, uh, it was a six. It was a six, uh, going up to uh, Episode Five. I think it kind of taught Luke a lesson on being a Jedi. And all of you are looking at me like. Christopher, you're off the show. You're done. No, 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 no. I'm trying um, to think. I'm trying to. Th- I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm processing. I'm processing. Obey a, your parents, so you get your arms chopped off. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, um, it's an eight because um, I like the battle. It teaches Luke a lesson. Like, don't go in over your head against Darth Vader because oh, how Anakin right. is my favorite character. Don't go against Anakin Skywalker. Um, but you know, he ceased. In the words of Obi Wan. The man, you know, he, he ceased to be Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. and he became Darth Vader. I still Darth call Vader. him Anakin Skywalker. Hmm. All right, so you got an eight, uh, eight, Jay? Um, I'm also going to give this one a nine. 
if this was a yeah, I'm also gonna give this one a nine. Okay. But if we were doing a point system, I do like a nine point five or like a nine point six. All right. This yeah. one's I think that's respect, a dude. better respect. than that's episode ex- four, but just barely. That's too high. Okay. All right. It's, it's too high. Sam? Um, hmm. I, there's a lot I like about the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I remember always thinking that the Dagobah scenes were just felt, uh, felt slow. And so, um, I'm going to give it. Before you score it, I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. I have thought the same thing, but then I've wondered if it's because you and I both read the books mm-hmm. and the book scenes and the book are scenes, so they're fun. good and there's they're so much more that fun. happens yes. in the books. Yes. And I'm wondering sure. if there, if the movies aren't too much on these scenes, George Lucas's own beliefs <laughs> system that we're seeing, which is why it's kind of this more, you know, Eastern religions kind of slow meditating thing versus the books where you see more combat training. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I'd almost, I want to say that uh, I'd give it a a really solid eight, but I said that about episode four. four. So maybe I would, again, we can't do like a in between. So maybe I would lower my episode four to seven so I could say episode eight is great because I can't say it's amazing. You can't give them both eights? You're going to lower four to a seven? But but, but episode five, episode five is better than A New Hope to me, though. So. That's kind of tough. So you're we're, we're dropping this to a seven. I'm just I'm just for the sake. Oh, dude! Just for the sake of me being able to say, I want to say that Empire Strikes Back is better than A New Hope. You know, I there's no Star Wars film out there that's called simply Star Wars. Like I understand well, this anymore. is more. I understand this is Star Wars: A New Hope, but this film is still Star Wars. Mic drop. The other ones are Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. This movie and everything. This are movie you, is. Star Wars, but I, I in the be, do, in the beginning there was Star Wars. I can't do eight point five, eight point six. You can say high eight and a high low or a low eight. But how's it going to be recorded? It's going to be no. I'm only it's writing down like an eight, one yeah. number. So you want a seven? All right. I'll no. I'll do both eights just for the sake of it. Okay, so this is an easy one for me. The Empire Strikes loyalty. Back. Dude, I'm I've giving already this, crossed out both I'm numbers. Gi- Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I'm giving this one a solid nine. Now I'm going to say this: Empire Strikes Back for me. Um, it's, it's, it's darn near perfect for me. It's yeah. almost a masterpiece for, for me. Sure. Um, the Hoth battle scene alone, so good. Mm. Uh, the Wampa, so good. Um, yes. uh, the visions Luke is having in the ice, so good. The training scenes, so good. First time you see Yoda, I am a puppet. So good. Um, everything in this movie so good. Uh, Other than Luke's clouds, face. Hold on. Cloud City. Oh, Luke's face when, when he gets he, mauled. He, no. he was mauled. No, 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 no. When he finds out Darth Vader. Oh, he's like a, a baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> first time they go to Cloud City. City in the sky. Oh. So good. The first time they find out that Lando is double-crossing them, and, and Luke's, I mean, sorry, uh, Vader's behind that door. So good. Uh, Han shoots him. So good. I mean, just so many movies. Luke has fallen down. He's lost his hand. Um, he's hanging there Calls on the weather vane. Leia, Leia so hear epic. me. That's so good. This yep. movie is a high nine, almost a ten for me. This is such a good movie. I mean, see, because when I, oh. I think a lot of these the ratings That's when okay. I again when I think about my my childhood, I'm rating them from how do they make me feel. And so when I was younger, 
you want more action. You want more of the flash and pizzazz. I agree. And so there's, you know, going back, I need to go back and watch this him. This is the first real uh, duel that we see, though, because Luke... Because um, Obi-Wan and Darth Obi-Wan Darth Vader count. didn't really fight. No, no they <laughs> didn't really fight. They just <laughs> with their tinfoil yeah. sticks. <laughs> <laughs> tinfoil. But as far as, like, I mean, a- acting and... You know, so good. Really good. Leia really, in really this good. movie. So good. She does a great job. I mean, much better than four. I mean, just... And I love four, so... I almost gave it a five. I, it's it's hard to give anything a 10, but I'm giving this movie a 10. Uh, Did you give it, give it a 10? nine? Give it a 10. It's either a high nine, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Empire Strikes Back for me is a masterpiece. Mm. It is my favorite film. Um, oh, the, uh, the, uh, the Millennium Falcon escaping in the asteroid field. And the the monster coming out, you know, space yeah. there's, I mean, there's so much in this film. Vader's yeah. head floating in space, which is really just a close up from the back of his head, and looks like his head is floating in space. I thought for years his head was floating in space. <laughs> um, this is the first scene. This when I was a kid, I thought his head was floating in space. This is the first scene where you see Vader without his. He becomes a little more personable, head, yeah, yeah. More, a little yes. more, a little even, even more scarier. evil, scarier. So good. I mean, just saying, so good. Okay, Return of the Jedi. This is the lowest rated film in the uh, trilogy, the original trilogy, with the critics giving it an 82 and the viewers giving it a 94. So again, in, 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 in relation to each other, of the original trilogy, you had uh, episode four, uh, which is Star Wars A New Hope at 93, The Empire Strikes Back at 94, Return of the Jedi drops down to 82. Uh, on the viewers, episode four is 96, uh, sorry, 96. Episode 5 is 97, slightly better. And then viewers drop down to 94. So lowest in both categories on the original trilogy. So, uh, Christopher, go. Low 6. Low 6? I think he does it just to spite me. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> not. Some, 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 so no, some kids six. rebel by yeah, getting their girlfriend pregnant and moving away, running oh away, gosh. or something. <laughs> just went to a whole new level. My son rebels okay. by giving it Return of the Jedi a low score. Jaden's eyes got big. He's like, okay. And we were talking about Star Wars. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> okay, Christopher, what was it? It's a low six. Dude. Low six. Dang. He, he gave and, and a new hope. Real quick, why? He gave a new, well, hold on. You gave a, a new hope a low six as well. Uh-huh. Dang. These two relate. That hurts. These two relate. It does hurt, Jay. You'll the, never know the only good. The only good part in the whole movie The was... only, whoa, what? If you say the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only good part. I think I figured out his rating system. Go. The only good part. I'm so sorry. Finish that sentence. Um, I love how the Ewoks. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the Ewoks outsmarted the stormtroopers with rocks. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I think we're, we're. I think what we're seeing here is the generational gap of Dad's gaming corner. Yeah. We're, I mean, this is the point of the show, though. Exactly. This is good. No, this is great. I love this, Christopher. I love this. Not making fun of you. I love I, this. I know. You're loving the you're loving the the prequels. You're butchering the original outside of Empire Strikes Back, and what you're liking about Return of the Jedi is one of the biggest things. Not all, but a, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people rate that movie lower 
is because a lot of people feel like there's too many Ewoks. See, I would, I would, but that's the, that's your favorite in, part. I, think I that's would rate this an eight if there are more to the Ewoks, but there isn't. More. Has he seen the Ewoks? Has he not seen the Ewok movies yet? You know, you know, there's oh, no. two Ewok films made Shut by up. made by George Lucas. <laughs> Ewok. Films. We'll talk about it after this. They're we'll talk cartoons. about after this. They're not. No, they're not. Cartoons. They're live action. What? We'll I never, have them. We'll never speak of this again. I have them. Uh, Dad, excuse me, sir. All right, we'll, hey, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Are they, are they on so, Disney Plus? No. Oh. No. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think anybody bought those. <laughs> so, okay, so Return of the Jedi, um, you like the Ewoks, yeah. and that's the only reason you gave it, but you said that's why you give it a high six. The rest of the movie you don't really care about? What about the, the end scene where Luke and Vader have their final show? Their final, I mean... I, the only part I like about that is how Vader comes back in as Anakin and actually himself. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy. Actually himself just pushes, force pushes the Emperor. He doesn't have the story down, right. Down, down, down. It's, it's some kind of push. We'll have to and watch then, him again. And then it'll, it's a big light explosion. Christopher, Christopher, I don't blame you for your bad reviewing of these movies. I blame your father. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Jay, go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I gave this one an eight, but at that, it's a high eight. All right. It's an eight on the higher side. Um, this, I think, is my okay. least favorite out of the three Excuse originals. Me? You did, but, you gave them a nine, nine, and an eight. But uh, this is still a high eight for me. All right, um, any particular reason? Um, I don't know, I just, I don't know, something about the movie, I I don't know, I don't remember enjoying it as much as the other two. Okay. You know, I just don't think of it and be like, oh, wow, I really like this oh, movie, I like I do thought. the previous two. Oh, I hope this doesn't mess up my rating. All right, okay. Sam, go ahead. Okay, so this is kind of the moment I've been waiting for this whole show. I, this movie is this, your movie. This is my movie, and the, the, reason why, the reason why An 11. is because Luke Skywalker is my boy. Mm. Growing up. That hurts. Just, just FYI, that hurts. But I understand. You'll right. get over it. So go ahead. So Luke Skywalker's my boy. I always loved the. Uh, as a kid, it was part of it was his cool moves as a Jedi because the Jedi was so just cool, so cool. The right force, there with you. Right there with the you. The lightsabers. Everything. Luke's my just, guy as well. Yeah, Luke's my guy as well. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I I love Return of the Jedi so much is because to, seeing the moment where Luke is standing on the edge of the uh, over the mm. Sarlacc and he mm. jumps down and he grabs mm. the board and he flips back mm. over oh so I get chills even though oh, in comparison to the stunts done now that's like no it's better nothing it's and better it's, it's like super slow <laughs> it almost because it's real watching it now right but well even anyway it just absolutely oh. love it. Um, so I love, man, I could go on, I could go on for an hour about how cool he is when he walks in Jabba's palace and he's got, oh, he's wearing black, got the hood and he, on and he uses the, the, the mind persuasion. You would take me uh, to your master now. Um, oh, just, just and so be rewarded. So good. The maturity he has as, as the mm. Jedi. And I love the mm. moment when he walks into the, the, the war council and he says, I'm with you too. And it's just, you know, it's just Luke so Skywalker good. being Luke Skywalker. And then at the end when he, he, he fights Darth Vader and, and he beats Darth Vader and he fulfills his destiny as, you know, we'll, we'll, let us, we'll put aside the chosen one, but just fulfills his destiny to defeat Darth Vader and to, and, and to resist the dark side and stand firm in the light. Just so good. So, again, this is, there's a lot of emotion in my rating here. Exactly why I rated it. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's amazing. So you're giving this one a nine. A nine. 
Wow, I'm, that's I'm your highest rating yet. The reason why I'm not giving it a ten is because an, it is an emotional rating. Yeah. Um, and so, dude, I'm not, I think that counts. I'm not. Well, no, absolutely. That's how I'm do. That's kind of how I'm doing my ratings. So giving it, but a there's nine. there's some things about it like. I always wondered, even as a kid, how is it that stormtroopers have this fancy state-of-the-art armor and they're being killed by bows and arrows and rocks? Like, <laughs> there's, there's just uh, you kind the of break best. away from the from the reality there. That's so, exactly. as a as an actual movie, there's a lot of kind of major sort of plot holes in that. Yeah. So, but it's so good. Okay, so it. I'm echoing everything you just echoed, and so I, I, I won't, won't won't comment on it. Everything you just said, I'm right there with you. Um, one of my favorite Star Wars of all time. You see, for us, the story coming to a point. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, I know we're reading the movies and not the books, but you can't discount the fact that you and I have read countless Star Wars books, which mm -hmm. almost all, ex what, 95% of them, Luke is the main character. Yeah. I mean, 92, 95%, I mean, Luke is the main character. Um, and I think that definitely feeds into our obsession of Luke. Um. But man, yeah. so good. But you just said the beginning of that movie. Um, so I just had a, a troubling thought though when he was talking about it. I was like, "What did I say about Episode Three? I love the beginning and I love the end." Return of the Jedi. Man, the beginning is so stinking good. Mm -hmm. One of the best scenes. Like I'd go back and watch the the you know the skid scene over and over as a kid. You know when you know breaking out of J Jabba's place. So good watching it over. I'd rewind because the because the music again. I'd watch it over and over and over. Yeah. And then I did the same thing with with the fight scene at the end. I would rewind. I will not fight. If you don't turn to the dark side, perhaps she will. Never. And he, yeah, you know, so good. That part, I rewound as a kid over and over and over and over and watched it because of the music and the emotion in mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I think it's. A, I think the whole movie's great. Yeah, but there's no, no, no. The, the indoor scene. No, so I, I'm no, talking about in the yes, middle. Yes. Talking about I think. The I think things. the whole movie's the great, but those are it's those bookends that hold me. Which I, I guess is true for a lot of movies. You need a strong beginning and a strong finish. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's not going to affect my rating. But I think those are those parts are, are amazing. But yes, I think uh, Mon Mothma when she's in there, great scene. Um, I mean, it's still there's that. that I remember the first time. I remember, the first memory I have of her saying, "Mini Bothans died to bring us this information." like chills as a mm -hmm. kid of just like mm -hmm. the Im impending doom that happened. And there's a sliver of hope, you know? Yeah. Um, the first time we see the emperor in flesh, not as a hologram, but in flesh, incredible. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, Luke, uh, even his conversation with Leia, you know, her, her saying, you know, why, why do you have to go? And, and they have that whole conversation. Um, I don't think it's sappy. I think it's good. Mm, um, I agree. When Luke is in there with the emperor, it's not overacting or anything. And he, when he's so torn between being tempted to reach out and grab the saber, but he doesn't at first and he's spinning around back and forth and he's looking through the glass and seeing the All rebel feet friends, being, yeah. being demolished and everything else. And just so, so good. Um, great movie. Um, and so, so if there was one thing for me to separate um, uh, five from six, I would say, Five gets a ten because ATATs. Six gets oh, a yeah. nine because it's an ATST, and an ATST ain't cool in any. I mean, okay, it's it was cool in the movie. ATATs still to this day are epic. If one was walking down the street, yeah, I would I would want to run and hide in terror. ATST walks down the street, I'd be looking out the window. It's cool. Oh, he Quick, looks. Let's, let's, let's string a line across the road. We I'm just saying. It. I mean, it was fine. I mean, they're cool as a kid. I liked it, but ATATs still have this 
ominous just well and and quick side note um and i know you oh guys... so my rating my rating real fast oh. on this is a nine okay i'm giving it a nine so that speaks directly to that i know you guys haven't seen mandalorian yet but uh, we've seen so... like two episodes no spoilers Unbelievable. We, okay we, so there's or three there, i don't i don't no, i don't want to spoil it two. but there is a scene um regarding an atst that will i think not that you're hating on atsts by any means but it, it, so ad, cool. it adds to mm the danger it kind of shows in yeah. real life what the danger of no i agree is i agree sure. I, 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 now we'll so say cool. this i was just looking at my ratings i gave a new hope an eight and return of the jedi a nine i almost want to reverse those you like a new hope better than return of the jedi not necessarily not necessarily but the i i would want to rate them about the same like the same rating in fact i may drop it to an eight there's just there's things in that movie that I do have a heart. The, the Ewoks, the Ewoks are there's too there's too much on the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's a so good movie. Cute. So it's either a high eight Jayden? or a low nine. It's a high Phil. eight or a low nine. Mindless monsters. <laughs> because it's Return of the Jedi, I'm going to give it a nine. But I feel like I should be actually giving it an eight. And so I may go back here a minute and give it an eight. So anyway, uh, we're, we are. <gasps> way over time i was budgeting no more than two hours on this episode so if you're still hanging out with us thank you hope you're enjoying you the show <laughs> this will not be the norm but we just a lot to cover here okay so let's let's hit these last three quickly episode seven the force awakens it's funny quickly uh, and there's so much to say in these okay. so I- interesting that episodes one and two are pg episode three is pg-13 episodes four five and six are pg and then seven eight and nine because they're all modern well, episode three PG-13. was a little so, no, it was dark no, I, I agree with these ratings i agree with these ratings so uh the force awakens received 93 percent from critics and 86 percent from viewers now i do want to say this for all the flack and i do mean there's been a ton that the force awakens has received it's still Still rates considerably higher than the prequels. But is it true that on all the seven, eight, nine, the reviews have gone up over time? Correct. So when they were when they initially came out, they may have been low like Rise of Skywalker. Correct. So, so and we'll get that in a second, but 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 what I'm saying is the Force Awakens now where it's at, it's that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. And so it's you're not gonna see much fluctuation on this. Uh, as well as the previous seven films. So, uh, Christopher, quickly, Force it's Awakens. T- it's a 10. Dude. I'm not joking. Okay. It's a 10. Oh, you have it. All right. Um, It's a 10. Reason? Because Kylo Ren is so... um, One of my favorite, absolute... He's got a thing for the bad boys, I'm just saying. Favorite. <laughs> no. That came out wrong. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he, li- he likes the bad guys. <laughs> That's, That's what better. I meant to say. That's better. <laughs> you got a thing for the bad boys. I love how Kylo Ren and we all know that. I love you, Christopher. I love you too. Um, episode, uh, the last two, the next two episodes, uh, you can see how Kylo Ren is the complete opposite of how, because how he is on episode seven, how he's so just emotionless and emotionful at the same time emotionful would be like his anger and then emotionless is to be like his heart is empty like mm. he has no feelings for anybody but his grandfather mm. um it's a good review yeah i agree so. all right Jaden, force awakens go force awakens um i did not like this movie very much excuse me i first saw it i'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie didn't really like it um did you honest. fall asleep I no i didn't i okay. didn't fall asleep well actually that's <laughs> <laughs> I think I slept for like five minutes, but it was, it was just barely at all. All right. So Force um, Awakens. Guys. But I've seen it since then, so it's okay. This one, I think I'm going to give 
I'm gonna give this one. Mm. If this is below a six, I'm gonna give this one a seven. All right. But it's like a high seven, so, so it's not like uh, a reason. And so, and I know I know a lot of people that would give this like a like a six or a seven. So I'm gonna give this one a seven. Um, part of it's the characters, and I know it's uh-huh. they're new characters. You know, I I do miss it's the like old an origin ones, story, but it's new characters. You have to accept that. But it's just I don't I didn't like the characters at first. Like Finn, I could not stand Finn. I agree. When I first saw I when we first watched this movie, I was like, what is this? What is the point of this guy? He was just, I don't know, I did not like him at all. Um, I mean, Poe and Ray I liked, but Finn, I could not stand him. Wait, am I getting all mixed up? Finn's the Finn's guy who the used to be a stormtrooper. Finn is the old stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. And Poe is the one that's... The X-Wing pilot. The yeah. great X-Wing pilot. Yes, yeah, right. yeah, I didn't, I didn't care. Well, I didn't care for Finn the, or Poe, but Poe, I, I didn't, really didn't care. Of Skywalker, how is... Uh, so, all right, so you're giving it a I seven, gave this one a seven. Mainly because of the characters. You, you couldn't attach to the yeah. characters. And what's interesting about you saying that right there is that that's my biggest issue with episodes one, two, and three. Um, there, I didn't really connect with any of the characters other than Obi-Wan. I mean, Qui-Gon was a 10 for me right off the bat. But then Obi-Wan, I, he had a warm-up for me. I never cared about Padme till the last movie. Dang. And then Anakin, I uh, could care. I never cared for Anakin, but um, Sam, where are you, you going to give uh, the Force Awakens episode? So seven? I've got, I've almost got to give these next three films two ratings because for the movies themselves, um, the look, the feel, mm. e- even how Star Wars they are, um, e- and for me, the characters. It, it, obviously, you know they're new characters, so you're kind of you know iffy about them. But I, I thought they were great. Yeah. Um, I would give this movie a nine, if not close. I'll, I'll leave it at, n- at a nine. Um, but because, and, and I know we don't have time to get into this, and we've, you know, we've always argued about this, but because I do feel like it just just rehashes episode four hardcore in so many ways, um, I, I don't want to lower the rating on that because... Um, you get one score, so Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have eight. to go with nine, okay. um, just because... Man, it was such a great return such to the feel. Movie. It was of the real, the the actual, you know, the effects being physical. Effects, it felt not like Star. It felt like generated. Star Wars from our childhood. It did feel like uh, it felt like the original Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love the line where he's like, where he's like, or, or Finn's like, or Han's mad at Finn. He's like, "What are we gonna do now?" And Finn's like, he looks very thoughtful and he goes. We'll use the force. <laughs> Han's like, that's not how the such force. And I know movie. everyone likes that, but that was just that's such a great line that it really just makes the idea of the force kind of you glimpse it from the idea of a commoner, so to speak. Somebody who knowing about the Jedi, it just would have been like mystical and legendary, <laughs> not everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just that throwing that line out there was just it was just great. So I have a hard time rating these three films, specifically episode seven and episode nine. I have a hard time rating um, because seven, we'll get to nine in a minute, but seven is, like you said, is such a throwback to everything that I love about Star Wars. It is what I love about Star Wars, the grittiness, the the grittiness of the combat, the grittiness of the sabers, the grittiness of the worlds they go to, the grittiness of the machinery and the droids. Um, it's, and we've said, I know we've, we've, we've talked offline about this before, but episodes one, two, and three feel like Disneyland to me, Star Wars and Disneyland, where the other ones feel like Star Wars in some 
galaxy far, far away where people are scrounging to barely get by and all those kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, the Force Awakens for me, um, I probably would give it a nine. It's a very high eight. I think it's a great film. I mean, I probably think it's amazing. Um, I do think there's a little bit of originality that could be lo- lost there. You know, it's a nine because if it was slightly more original, it would probably be a 10 for me. Like, I really liked it. So I'm giving it a nine. All right. All right. Um, the most decisive, uh, divisive film mm. of uh, definitely the new trilogy, if not all six, I'm sorry, all nine films is The Last Jedi, which uh, critics gave it 91%. So again, well, based um, on ratings, it is the most divisive. It as is. Far as so based, yeah. Gap. So based on critics here, critics gave it 91%, which again, 91% here, just to uh, look these up here quickly. Um, where's the wow. first one? So here's the thing. This movie, as divisive as it is, this movie is, let's see, one, two, three. This movie is the fourth highest rated Star Wars film out of nine. Uh, being beat out by um, a, a, new, a New Hope, yeah. The Empire Strikes Back, um, and sorry, Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, this one beats out Return of the Jedi as far yeah. as re- uh, critics go. So critics give this 91%. Um, viewers give this 43%, which is the lowest rated wow. Star Wars film. That's sad. Let's talk. I'm sorry. Christopher. Low eight. But still an eight. Okay. So, um... I'm actually a little surprised. I think that... I think it's a low eight. It's it's an eight, and I think I'm being, like, highly generous. This should be a five. Oh, wait, hold on. How can you go from low eight to... It should be a five. Why aren't you giving it, like, a uh, well, a high yeah, six or something? Yeah, good point. Maybe, like, a... Yeah, like, a high six. Like five, so like this five. movie to you was just okay. I like, yeah, I like how it um, explained that Ray was the last Jedi, and how Finn and Poe both had other destinies, um, not being of a Jedi, but Finn was supposed to be like, I guess he was supposed to be like some kind of like army general, while Poe was trying to be like the best pilot in the galaxy. I like how Ray finds uh, Luke, like. Luke Skywalker from then on is the best character ever. I like the older ver- version of Luke Skywalker. That's fair. The Santa Claus uh, version. My son found out today that the Mark Hamill, well, and, and he doesn't know his name, but that Luke Skywalker is played by the same actor in 4, 5, and 6 as he is in 7 and 8 and 9. That's you know, to his credit, to. what's his name? Mark Hamill? No, the one who plays Obi-Wan in uh, 1, McGregor. 2, and 3. Yeah. Uh, you look at him in episode one versus episode three, it looks like almost like a different character. Like he actually, he it's not just makeup. He actually gets older and he looks different. Yeah. I mean, I like the older look. I'm just saying it's, and his hair's different. I mean, he's just, he's very, very different. And so. He, you could, you, he definitely grew as an actor. With Luke, I mean, you're spanning 42 years. And yeah. so he's 40, <laughs> he's 42 years older. Yeah. So <laughs> to his credit. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you're giving it a six. Jay, go. Uh, The Last Jedi. Mm. I'm going to give this one. I liked it more than Force Awakens. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, I liked wow. it more than Force Awakens. Um, I'm going to give this one an eight. I want to give it a nine. Mm-hmm. I want to give it a nine, but I liked Rise of Skywalker better, but I wouldn't call Rise of Skywalker a 10. Okay. So I'm going to give they this can one. Have, they can have tight scores. So I'm going to give this one an eight, 
No, because I liked Rise of Skywalker better. So I'm going to give this one an 8. But this is like a high, high 8. High it's 8. It's barely missing 9. Okay, uh, Sam, Last Jedi, go. So um, the the reviews, I don't give a lot of stock in reviews. But in this case, the 91% from critics, 43% from users, that actually perfectly kind of uh, pictures how I feel about this movie. Um, as a Star Wars fan... Um, and more specifically, as a Luke Skywalker fan, and just wanting, again, Luke be my boy, wanting to see him just be as super powerful and not my actual boy, but my like favorite character. Christopher's having an identity crisis here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to see him just son? be super athletic, um, you know, just the way I pictured him in the books, really. And, and obviously, you know, there's physical reasons why I couldn't. The actor's, the actor's old. So, you know, I understand that. Um, I, I didn't like how they made him be reclusive. And, I, and basically everybody, the, the people who don't like, you know, The Last Jedi for the same reasons. Uh, they didn't like the way Luke kind of, you know, retreated. He, you know, he was in despair. He was, you know, discouraged. I just, I felt like that was going backwards for the movies. Um, and, and they, I didn't like the direction that they took that. Um, that being said, as far as the movie goes, oh, I agree yeah. with the 91%. I think, again, the same as Force Awakens. It was extremely down to earth. It was, you know, just, it was everything about it, the acting, all that good stuff. Um, I think that, I mean, and then, of course, the this is back to the good things about it. The fight at the very end where he's, oh um, my god, did not see that coming when he's projecting himself. Um, just, that was so that was a really cool battle. fun and awesome to see. Um, him that, that was Luke displaying his power in a way that you know we've talked about that that nobody ever has as far as we've seen in the Star Wars we had, universe. I mean, never seen a Jedi do something that powerful. So quite powerful. I'm actually going to give this movie um, mm, because of my disappointment with Luke becoming discouraged, and I didn't like that. I'm going to give this an. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. I want to give it a nine, but. I was really bummed out that we didn't even see Luke's green lightsaber. Did we see Luke's green lightsaber? In? I don't think we did. I think so. I what lightsaber does he use? The blue one. Well, the whole, uh, episode four or seven, eight, nine is all about Luke's. You know, because of the Skywalker heritage, it's all about um, the blue lightsaber. But I love his green lightsaber, man. That's you understand? Like he was like 68, 67 when he filmed this movie. Mark Hamill going back to the you know acrobats and right so that's so. why i totally understand And as a master jedi it makes more sense that he's fighting with the force oh yeah mr yoda dropping <laughs> you know pulling out his lightsaber jumping around i don't want i didn't want to see that that's why i said right. what no, i liked I him know. doing was the throw using the force that. you know to spin the discs but um i i so the first yeah, game so I mean, really solid eight like to give it a nine but i'm gonna keep it at an eight okay so you're giving it an eight um so and we need to we are beyond time here, and somebody's car is honking. I'm not sure if y'all hear that. Um, Hopefully you don't. Okay, so The Last Jedi, y'all gave it uh, an eight. Um, here's where I'm torn, because I think the movie's an eight. I, I do think the movie's an eight. It was cool to see Luke um, in the story. It was cool yeah. how they brought him in there. I didn't, I didn't like him. Let me rephrase. I didn't want him to be a recluse. I think he... I think they went fine with the story. I understand his reasonings, why he feels like he failed not just the galaxy, but he failed his mm -hmm. own family, and he failed, his, he failed Leia. Mm -hmm. And that was a big thing. He failed Leia. Um, mm -hmm. And so I can understand him shutting down shop and just, you know. And, and, and the, mur the deaths and murders of the other Jedi, you know, uh, students are on his hands. Mm -hmm. 
So I can understand that. Um, man, he's talk about like a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is kind of rude in this just, one. Yeah. Um, this movie is a solid eight for me. I'd almost want to give it a nine because there's things in this movie that I like better than The Force hey, Awakens. That's what I said. Um, that ending scene, though, where he fights, ch- I mean, just think about it, I get chills mm-hmm. when he shows up and he's walking and he's fighting and it goes to that scene after the fight's going on for a little bit and he is he's shaking with Force energy and he is levitating off of the rock because he is so at one with the force. And, you know, I know when it first came out, people were mad because like they killed Luke. They didn't kill Luke. More than, and we've talked about this before, more than ha- even how Obi-Wan turned himself over to be killed so that he would become one, he truly, it was it, at least the, the way it looks in my mind's eye, he was so tapped into the force, projecting himself over here. I mean, all this stuff, so into the force that at that crescendo moment he literally just like the energy built up within him just explodes out and he just becomes one i like, agree that's just that's he became like one a transition with the force. yeah and metamorphosis he literally transformed you know a caterpillar to a butterfly he transformed into this energy being mm-hmm. um so epically awesome there's issues that i have with the story throughout of it um and there's one thing i do want to ask before we or once we rate this last one here, but I just, again, really cool. So uh, last movie, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, PG-13 again. This one received, um, and now these, now here's the thing that you said earlier, Sam, all three of these films ratings have actually increased over time. And this is one that's still too early to call. Um, 52% by critics um, in relation. That is the... Lowest rated film by critics. Hmm. Yeah, wow. Phantom Menace got a higher critics score, and I just think that's dumb. <laughs> wow. I don't understand. Um, that. I don't understand it at all. So, fifty-two percent critics, eighty-six um, uh, percent viewership, which that was in the it was either the high sixties or low seventies when it first came out. So it's, it jumped up quite a bit, and I think it's probably will still keep going up, mm-hmm. but it's probably not going to go up a whole lot more. Um, Rise of Skywalker, 52%, 86%. Christopher, go. High seven. Dang, dude. High seven. All right. Have you seen this, Jaden? Yeah. Okay. High seven. Why is that? High seven. Uh, I hate how um, it just made me so mad when Emperor Palpatine came back. I'm like, when they mentioned him, I'm like... No, ab- no, 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 absolutely not. Angry because you wanted him dead, dead. or or angry co- angry gone. because he's just such a bad character, or angry because, oh, guys, why did you bring him back? That's silly. Yeah, why did you bring him back? That's silly. Like that from, kind from of, a writing perspective, yeah, not from, from the a, story, you just disliking him. From, from the, the writing, from okay, writing okay. Just make sure I understand that. And then uh, I hated how from the first one, two, three, four, five, five, six, he couldn't send a huge bolt of lightning up in the air and take down over a th- I want to say over 200 ships over 200 ships now if I don't know where he got his power I know he got his power from uh Ren and Ray um that's understandable but um 
I don't think that I think that he's too overpowered. So do you remember um, just not to argue at all, but just maybe to clarify, um, he emphasizes that all the power of all the generations of all the Sith reside within him. And then he does take the life essence, the force that he was shocked at when he stole it from um, Kylo and Ren. When he array Kylo, Kylo and Ray, Kylo and Ren, Kylo and Ray, when he drew power from them, he expected that. He didn't expect to get what he got because he looked at his hands and he was healed. He did not expect to get this life force energy from them. So it was a lot more power that he then shot up in the sky. So I hate it how because uh, Ray was such a good character, Jane. You mentioned that, but I hate how. I figure out that Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter. Oh, plot twist. What do you mean you hate it? That was upsetting. Okay, so that's a seven. Jay? All right, all right. So this one here. I think I'm going to I love this yeah, one. I'm going to This guess one was right nine. up there with, like, Empire Strikes Back with for me. I really, really love this one. The only thing... Mm, see, mm, mm. The He's only thing that's, the only that thing that's that. keeping this from a 10 is the kiss at the end of the oh, movie. I knew you were going there. Oh, I hated but it. But, Jaden, from here for the rest of eternity, you can't change your score. Your children's children's children will know that their great-great-grandfather rated this film a 9. But it's like a 9.9. .9. This is like a... Like, if 10... Y'all... Y'all can't see my hands. No, 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 you you can't. It, it's 9 or 10, dude. This isn't... I can't give it a 10. The, I can't. Wow. This, so because of a... Okay. This no, that's cool. That's cool. Ruined the... It ruined... Yeah. It ruined the... For sure. They wrote a song about that. There's this kiss. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the movie, though, you'd give it a 10. I would, I, I would give yeah. this movie a 10, but the kiss just ruins it. It ruins... So it's a high 9 for you? Like a 9.8? Yes. 9.8? Yes. You got to give it a low ten then. What? what? Mm. So here's what I'm saying. Though. Here's what I'm saying. Based on 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 the score here, you're, you're describing a masterpiece that has one flaw. Yes. Then you need to give it a ten. I'll give it a ten. I'll give it a ten. It's then. not amazing. It by your definition, it's hey, a masterpiece. Hey, is this your rating or your dad's rating? Hey, you're right. He tricked me. <laughs> he can be very persuasive. No, I'm just saying. He tricked me. No, listen to what he's saying. I this movie would be a ten you. if it wasn't for one kiss. One kiss but, out of an entire movie. Okay, but maybe that kiss okay. really bothers it, him. It, it really okay. bothers I don't know. That's me. cool. Nine. So you're giving it a nine. Sam, it go. Just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, I think Jaden can spend an hour talking about this movie. Oh, we, yeah. So much. I'm using up all about. my bandwidth for the month on this one episode. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, so, Love Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> when I first started watching, um, and. and as far overall, episode seven, eight, and nine, um, I had a lot of problems with episode seven and eight that ended up being resolved a lot by the ending of the Rise of Skywalker. And what I they wanted did. to ask you about that because you've not rated seven and eight this high. In any yeah, of our and the reason the reason I did had this been before the Rise of Skywalker, those would not have those have been much lower as far as you know how they make me feel my my emotional rating um, but the rise of skywalker did a lot of tying in for me for the story and i understood a lot more um the first part of the rise of skywalker i felt was a little rough i was like oh no it's going to continue being so different than what i thought it was going to be expected it to be it felt very fast paced it seemed like they were jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing um uh, but the, the second half slash the end of the rise of Skywalker was so good. Mm. 
and resolved not just the three, the final three, but the whole series. So good. The idea of Palpatine, you know, having to deal with that, you know, didn't see that coming. In in hindsight, it just made a lot of sense to me. It was so The issues that everybody had with Ray in the first couple of films of being seemingly too powerful Mm -hmm. yeah it answered so many questions so 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 good so good so i actually gonna give this uh and i was i was torn a little bit but i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give this a really solid nine and i'll explain why in a bit so not a 10 these future questions so no tens on any of these films correct for all of us or just me for you okay not a single 10 okay um so here's the thing and i know i'm gonna get a lot of flack for this one this is an instant 10 and I and it's it's I feel almost wrong to say that I rate this higher than two of the original Star Wars, uh, and I rate it as high as one of the original Star Wars. Um, the, how incredible is that that you that you can do that for, for thank these you. movies? Thank you for me and for all three of these films. But this last film for them to end a a saga that spanned forty two years, and for me to be able to say, even though I don't want Skywalker to go away, I am good with the story now. Ending. Yeah. I am Which okay I did with it not ending. think I was going to be no, feeling not that at way. all, not at all. I was expecting um, to be kind of mad and bummed out. Um, you know the people. So so the, we don't have time to talk into this deep. But everything that this movie did on purpose to point you back to Episode Four, to point you back to Episode Five, to point you back to Episode Six, things that they did on purpose, um, rescue scenes that was directly out of Episode Four of how they rescued Leia, um, the. Uh, Scenes that felt like fives, the scenes that felt like six. Uh, there's so much. There's so much in this um, movie that just. It, I felt like I was reliving my childhood of all three films over and over mm-hmm. and over and over. Um, when I mean, even the very end when um, when Ray is fighting the Emperor and the Emperor is talking to her, this, using some of the exact same words that he used on Luke, mm-hmm. the same words. And she looks up and sees the fleet being decimated, just like how Luke did in episode six. Mm -hmm. So much of this was a callback of not a rehashing old ideas. It was like, this movie is coming full circle. Mm -hmm. Full circle. Mm -hmm. I mean, so good. Incredible. Um, The fights, oh my gosh, the fight scene on the Death Star, you know, in the ocean. You know, uh, the the laser, laser, laser swords. (laughs) That's from the books of episode four. Um, the lightsaber duel that she has right with, there with uh, Ren, with Ren, phenomenal, incredible, so good. Um, I can't. I'm not saying I like it. <laughs> I'm not saying I like it or I even care for it, but I'm okay with it. Um, take not. that aside. Everything is movie. It's one of the funniest ones to me. Um, a yeah. lot of the humor in it. Um, I smiled ear to ear at so many parts on this film, and that's one of the things I wanted to. And Sam, I think you and I more than anything can talk to this. But one of the things that I really enjoyed about uh, episode nine um, was the callback to episodes four, five, and six. But if you look at episodes seven, eight, and nine, I love how they close out every person's story. Mm-hmm. I like how they, it was yeah. Han Solo's end was a fitting end. He's a smuggler. Yeah, I'm just saying. I didn't like it, but it was. I mean, I didn't like him dying, but it was a fitting end, and it needed to happen. Um, um, Kylo loses himself in killing his father, and then Leia lays down her life to redeem her son. Mm-hmm. And you know, with Carrie Fisher passing away um, shortly after they uh, uh, or right before they released the Last Jedi, 
I didn't go into this movie expecting to see a whole lot of her. And I liked her role. And yeah. the way that they laid her character to rest, I thought was so fitting. Luke going out in a blaze of glory the way that he did, even though it wasn't lightsaber related, still so good. When they killed Chewie, oh my uh, gosh. I, I mean, oh. my mouth literally fell open and I was just... I know. Wait, they killed Chewie? My mouth just, well, they killed him at first. And then you go back. Okay, yeah. and then you see it. So my mouth just hanging open. I'm like, I... And, I, and I'm talking to Jade, I'm like, they, they, they just killed Chewie. Yeah. I did not see this coming. They didn't. They, they just killed Chewie. And then all of the previews with uh, 3PO. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm taking one last look at my friends. Um, I, I thought that they were going to retire 3PO. I really right. did. <laughs> I love how they bring him back. Uh, they did so much in this movie well. Um, I, for me, it is truly a masterpiece. Mm. It's a masterpiece. So, um, all right. So, Jay, I need your help here. Uh, pull out your calculator. Need some. You may be already be doing it. I need a quick average. Make sure you don't count that top line of favorite Star Wars films of all times. We're only so basically. There's nine scores you're adding up for each one. Okay. Yes. So now what we're gonna do? Uh, so you are listeners. We're gonna give you a collective average rating of each episode. So, uh, Jaden. Yes. Um, I need the. I need the average rating of start with episode one. Episode one? Mm-hmm. All so right. add up our scores in episode one and give me what was our average right, so rating episode for episode one. one. Um, be five, five, six, three. Whoa, what? Episode one? Yes. Five? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, oh, that was our favorite episode. I'm sorry. Oh, Four, okay, five, seven, okay, sorry. Four five, okay. seven, six. What's the average? Um, the average of episode one is a... F are we doing decimals? Gonna I guess we're getting to, well. The, our scores are four, four, five, seven, six. So it shouldn't be a decimal. Well, it was. A decimal. Oh, I guess there is. Yeah. What is the decimal? Five point five. Hmm. So our collective average for episode one is a five point five. Okay. All right, and then I'm, I'll read these off in a second. So episode two. All right, episode two. Which is seven, 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 eight. Our collective average was a seven point five. Episode three. Episode three. It was also a seven. Wait. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Episode two was a 7.25. Episode three. Hold on. Seven. So episode two to 7.25. Yes. Okay. Episode three was a 7.5. 7.5. All right. Four. Episode four was a 7.75. 7.75. Okay. Episode five, or episode five was an 8.75. Nine. Six. Six, sorry. Six um, altogether was an eight. Oh, eight even. Interesting. Just eight even, yep. Okay, seven. And then episode seven was an 8.75. Eight. Episode eight was a 7.5. And nine. And then nine, our collective average for nine was an 8.75. 8.75. Five. Yep. So um, I'm gonna Jeez. I'm gonna read these off based on the score, and while I'm doing that, go ahead and add up our individual ratings for the complete Skywalker saga. Okay. So what you're Wait. doing, what you're gonna do now is that you're gonna add up all of my scores and give me my average. Okay. 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 All nine films. Oh, and we're everything not gonna else. pick. I thought we were rating on like. I thought that was gonna be our final rating on all of them, like the sky, the Star Wars as a whole. So this is our collective on the individual episodes. Now we're going to do our individual ratings for the Skywalker Saga. And from there, we can get our individual ratings for as a whole. 
Oh, gotcha. So, I thought I was so, supposed to pick one. Yeah, no. Oh, no, man, no. I had a whole bit. Well, hold on. That's okay. So here's so it's interesting. Um, these kind of follow our reviews that the Star Wars movies literally get better and better and better with the one controversy being The Last Jedi. So uh, we collectively have given, um, and I, I'm... I'm just, we'll read it as it's 5.5. So we collectively gave uh, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, a 5.5, which is mediocre. <laughs> we gave uh, Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, a collective score of 7.25, so a low 7, saying it's good. Uh, we collectively gave Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, a collective score of a 7.5, so again, saying that it's good, so mid-range good. Episode... Uh, four, we gave it a 7.75, so a high seven, again, a good. So basically, one is mediocre, two and three are both good. Uh, episode, no, I'm sorry, that was, episode one is mediocre, and episodes two and three are both uh, good, with episode four getting a high seven of being Good. Okay. Too many numbers. Too many words. Episode five, we gave it a collective rating of eight point seven five. So, so what's interesting is that we've got starting with two, we've got seven point two five, seven point five, seven point seven five. So all very close. And then it jumps an entire point from seven point seven five to an eight point seven five on episode five, making it great, making it a high grade, almost a nine. Episode six, we gave it a collective score of an eight, which is great. Episode. Eight, we gave it a collective score of 7.5, so good, but a medium good. And then episode nine, we gave it a collective score of 8.75, which again is a high grade. So episode seven and episode nine have the highest, or actually episodes five, seven, and nine all share a high score of 8.75, a high grade, but not quite hitting amazing. And if you look at the individual scores, the reasoning for this is that there's the def a definite generational uh, gap here in our rating systems where Sam, you and I are rating, well, actually, Sam, you, me, and Jaden are all rating the older films with a higher rating where Christopher's giving them a lower rating. And on the newer films, we're giving them higher ratings. He gives them lower, but on the older films, or I'm sorry, the prequels, he's giving them higher ratings or we're giving mm -hmm. them lower ratings. So it's just, it's interesting seeing how, again, Dad's Gaming Corner, we're seeing different generational ratings here. So, yeah. um, Jay, quickly, give me the individual rating of the complete skywalker saga and give it to me this way i want christopher's first christopher's first yes all right for christopher's um christopher this is your overall his rating overall of rating. star wars uh, i got a 7.3 7.3 and then you got um i got a 7.6 all right and then what did sam get an 8.1 what did i get a 7.8 really so now I'm gonna redo this for you because I know how you are. So I'll I'll redo the math <laughs> for you right quick. Wow. So it was so interesting. While, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. While he's doing that, I want to give an an honorable rating because I, I I think I misunderstood that last question. I thought we were gonna kind of rate it again on our own, which is why I didn't give out any tens. Because mm -hmm. to me, I wanted to rate the entire saga together and give it a ten. It all but, together, it's a masterpiece. But you understand that by your own ratings, right? Here, right. I'm, you don't I, think of it as a ten. This is and serious. part of that was part of that was because had I realized ahead of time, I would have raised Return of the Jedi and probably even <clears throat> Episode Nine to a ten. 
mm-hmm. to bump those up because those are just amazing. But but as a whole, and I'm speaking just again, my love for Star Wars, having grown up with it, just read read so many books. I absolutely love love the story. Um, so my honorable rating is ten. Your math checks. Uh, yeah, I just redid it. So all those would scores you do, were Would you redo one score for me? Okay. Um, would you take out do the scores again, but take out episodes one through three? For everybody. For everybody. All right. This is I'll, gonna. This I'll is gonna. Right quick. This is gonna show something very significant uh, here. While he's doing that, can we start on Indie Corner? Indie Corner. Now let's let's go and finish this real fast here, and okay. we are going to. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to close this episode down. So we may, in fact, we may have to skip Indie Corner. Let me see here. Ah, uh, that's okay. Uh, where are we at here, Jay? Are you adding them up? So basically, what we're gonna do is we gave. So the average rating for the for all nine episodes. Here's where it puts us. Um, and I'm just gonna read these. Um, low to high. So Christopher gives Star Wars a seven point three, which is a low good. Jaden gives Star Wars a seven point six, which is a mid good. I give it a seven point eight, which is a high good. And then Sam gives it an 8.1, which is a low grade. I'm actually surprised that my rating is so low, but I think when we redo these, our scores are going to jump up considerably. And it just, again, shows, the math shows that 1, 2, and 3 really hurt Star Wars. What? (laughs) I mean, they're great. Sure, numbers can't lie, but I I have a hard time... I have a hard time saying that. I know. I, I of, know. I know. Out of loyalty to yeah, this, this. Dude, game. I'm right there with you. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying. All right. So, um, Jaden's a little mathematician, which is great over here. I'm using a calculator. I know, but still, you're the guy. So, give me, uh, let's do Christopher's right. first. Oh, Christopher's is actually the only one I haven't done so far. Okay, so give me. You want to do yours first? But uh, his give, actually yours. is give me mine. down. Give me mine. You want yours? Yeah. All right, so. Didn't count the first three episodes. Correct. I just found the average of the... Four, uh, four five, four, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. And your average is a nine. Darn right it is. Yeah, that's that's good. And what's what's uh, what's Sam's? He got an 8.5. Ah, oh, what? How did I not get a nine? I guess I'm a bigger Star Wars fan. <laughs> Which is the only reason I'm doing this. <laughs> and then, Jay, what's yours? Uh, mine was an 8.5. Wait. 8.3, my bad. I was an 8.3. At least I scored higher than Jaden. What was my dad's score? Congratulations. Uh, 8.5. And Jay? What's Christopher's? 7.1. What? Oh, actually, Christopher only dropped uh, 0.2. Well, he he rated them high, so he would... But he only dropped 0.2. I figured his rating was going to go, oh, go lower, lower than that. Gotcha. Because we cut out the first 7.5. three. All right, so the final ratings are... I My rating was a 9 calling um, Star Wars amazing. Uh, Sam gave it an 8.5, which is a, you know, a mid-great. Uh, Sorry, Jaden gave it a 8.3, which is a low to mid-great. And then Christopher gave it a 7.1, which is a very low good, barely over okay. But still good. Now keep in mind, this is oh, not including all the episodes. So, no, I understand, but this if if I w- if someone were to ask me to rate Star Wars as a whole, I would want to rate it without one, two, and three, and I would say it's amazing. I can't call it a masterpiece because not every episode's a masterpiece. Which realistically, we're not going to give it a masterpiece. But um, I mean, there's no film that I can think of right now where all the films were. I think I agree with a that. 10. So, would you agree that your overall rating with Star Wars is closer to a 7.6 or 8.3? I think it's a closer to a, uh, an 8.3. Sam, are you closer to an 8.1 or 8.5? 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8
I'm a 10. <laughs> Christopher, do you feel like uh, 7.3 or 7.1 better reflects how you feel about Star Wars? Um, I'm, I think I'm a 10 too. <laughs> okay, and for me, a 9 definitely rates Star Wars better for me than a 7.8. So anyway, um, that has been our 42 years of Skywalker in review and so thank you for um, listening to us this was way too long this was way too long but uh i mean hey we just reviewed We're about to hit three we hours just we just reviewed nine we just reviewed nine films so um let me uh let me just do this quickly just because i if you hung on to the show this long let me just throw this out there we don't have time to really talk about this at all um you can, y'all can give me uh one sentence statements on this if you want to so indie corner Quickly, um, and here's the here's the thing about Indie Corner. Indie Corner, the point of Indie Corner is that uh, there are anywhere between a hundred to up to a thousand games on sale on the eShop at any at any given time. Right, ain't nobody got time to go through that list. Right, so we're going through that list for you. So uh, we pick out three every week that stands out to us as hits. So the first one is Cat Quest. It has a rating of E10. Um, which I was thought was kind of high, but I guess there's some humor in it, which is why it has a higher rating. This game, here's why you need to buy this game. The game's normally $13. I would easily spend 15 to 20 on this game. It has a high replayability to me. Yeah, it's a great indie game. And you can pick it up on sale right now for $3.89. Um, I give this game personally an 8 out of 10 review, and so if you want a brief description of this cat of this game here's just what i'm going to say it's called cat quest and so for me it's cats it, it, it's skyrim meets cats with full of cat puns because you do fight dragons but you're a cat and you are punny throughout the entire game yeah it's the easy way i can describe I agree it with that punny? i mean some of them aren't even punny? puns no, they're just they're all hilarious. replacing yeah letters to make them sound they're all hilarious like, awesome. though yeah, it's it's just it's it's a great game, easily worth fifteen. I would say even twenty bucks, but easily. it's on sale for three eighty nine. Pick it up. The second oh, game, that's a steal. Yeah. The next game I'm going to talk about uh, is Unravel Two. It's rated E for everyone. Now this game is normally nineteen ninety nine, so twenty bucks. You can get it on sale right now for five dollars. Now, I understand that people are going to say this is not an indie game. Well, actually, it is an indie game. It's developed by Coldwood Interactive, but then published uh, uh, through EA. But it is an indie game. Um, the first one was fun. Unravel 2 brings everything Unravel 1 was, uh, but makes it much more fun, and it's two-player action. Um, you can play this with your kids. It's a great game. Uh, it is a puzzle game. You're using you're made of yarn, and you figure out how to use yarn to pull down sticks and logs, and it's all based on puzzles. Very cute, very charming. Uh, reminds me a little bit of Pikmin without the chaotic you know, silliness of Pikmin. But... Um, Again, I'd give this easily an 8 out of 10 review. Normally 20 bucks on sale for 5 The last game I wanted to mention, is, and I was going to spend a little bit more time on this one, but we really don't have time. So let me just say this. Um, Forgotten Anne, and I'll link it in the show notes because Forgotten is, is spelled incorrectly. Instead of it being F-O-R-G-O-T-T-E-N, it's O-N, and there's a clock there, and they it's they did it on purpose. So if you type in Forgotten Anne, you're not going to get it on the eShop unless you type it with an O. Um, this game, again, a solid 8 for me. It would be a nine, but there were audio issues. Uh, there was music playing. I paused the game, went to the home screen, came back, and there was no sound. Walked around for a little bit, and then footsteps started working again, and then the music came back. Really weird bug. Um, normally $20 on sale for $8. This game uh, feels like um, first vibes when I'm playing the first 15 minutes. I've got about four hours into this game so far, four or five hours. Um, it, remind, it, it reminded me of Brave Little Toaster. You, so there's a forgotten realm. Uh, you know how you always lose socks? No one knows where your socks are at. Yeah. 
they 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 up they go down to the forgotten realm and so there's all of these inanimate objects like toasters lamps socks clothes sweaters uh vacuum cleaners that now have life they have this power called uh anima that brings them to life and there's only two humans in the whole game and you're one of them your name's Anne. And you're in this forgotten realm. I can't remember what it's actually called. And you're trying to work on this mystery that you're trying to solve of these rebels that are trying to destroy this bridge that your mentor is trying to create to bring everybody from the forgotten realm back to their masters in this world. Um, but the move, the the, the game, whole game is hand drawn. It's hand animated, so it's not computer. It's hand an- animated as you're running through. It's it's hand drawn animations, almost like a throwback to the old Sega games uh, or SNES games with like uh, Lion King and Aladdin. It's animated. It feels like you're watching a Disney film, and then it goes into a cutscene that's animated. It's just a beautiful game. Love the soundtrack. Loving the story. The story's really got me. And there's a twist coming, and I know it. And I'm like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Really like this game. If I had to pick one game out of this for fun, I would say Cat Quest. But if you want a good story game, pick up Forgotten Anne. Great game. Again, normally $20 on sale right now for 8 And we are done. We have no more room for anything. Uh, no one say this a word. This is gone for three hours, one minute, 38 seconds. Okay, so, um, Sam? Unbelievable. Thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Christopher, thank you for coming on the show. Awesome having you, dude. Give me a high five. You can try to give me a high five all night. There you go. High five. (laughs) And uh, definitely, definitely we'll bring you back on the show at a later episode. And we will have to have a smaller topic, something that's not Star Wars. But I have a feeling the next episode you're coming on for is Doctor Who. And God help us all. Love it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, anyway, so in closing, remember you can find the show links, everything we talked about uh, directly in the show notes in the podcast app that you are listening to. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com at DadsGamingCorner. Be sure to drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. And if you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, and the rest. And if you'd like to jump in and even help us and be a sponsor of the show, you can do so via Patreon at Patreon.com slash DadsGamingCorner. We've got some really cool ideas that we're going to do for some extra recordings just for our inside listeners. This is kind of like how you become uh, an inside part of the show so in closing jay anything that you want to say no to our we listeners? have no more time for <laughs> we have no else. more time all right y'all have a great week we'll okay. talk to y'all next time